Welcome to the RC Scrap Pile. You're listening to the number one podcast for RC. Right here, right now. Check it out. RC fucking Scrap Pile in the house! Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile. Today's guest is Joe Vermillion, and sitting in as a host is Greg Kenya. What's happening, fellas? Hey, what's up, y'all? See, the best part of this whole deal is we're going through that right there, and Casey looks over at me, and he's already lit the cigarette backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Are you shitting me? We're not even there yet. Dude, I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even a beer and a half in. <laughs> Unless you want to count that one as two, because it's kind of big. It's only four percent, and it didn't taste. Right. No, it, it was awful. Let, well, let me let me just tell you right now: do not get the uh, Tecate Michelada. It is. Oof. It's a Mitch and no no. <laughs> Mitch and no no. Yeah, I'm out. no Yeah, I'm gonna there's pass your, on There's that your one. episode. There's your episode title already. Sweet. I, that's why I like you, Joe. You're always looking forward. You know, you always know. Right? You know, always know what's going on and what's good. <laughs> Jeez. So, Joe, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm glad to be on again, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, it seems like it was about this time last year, you know, kind of getting in front of flying season and all that. Yeah, actually, it might be within just a couple of days of the last time we did it, to be honest with you. Right. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be within a month for sure. Perfect. We didn't even plan that. I mean, right? kind of planned it, but not like that. Right. Yeah, I bet it's pretty close. I bet if you look back, it's pretty close. Well, uh, it you're one of those people that's it's fun to reconnect with because you do so much, you know, out in your part of the world uh, through the flying season. I mean, it looks like you guys just had a blast this flying season. Oh, yeah. I, I stay pretty busy. I'm traveling just almost every weekend. I take a couple weekends to go camping. But then uh, most of the rest of the weekends are taken up with events and traveling around and doing stuff, meeting new people and having lots of fun. Right. Looks like uh, you and Greg Hahn had a whole lot of fun with albatrosses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my boy right there. We have a blast. Right. We definitely, uh, I don't know if you guys seen the Maiden video or not, but that was a real Maiden. So everybody's saying, that wasn't real, that wasn't real. Yeah, that was real. Greg made, took his off and... Got about half a circuit, and I said, are you good? And he says, yep. And then we got him in the air and parked him about three feet from each other and flew the entire flight. <laughs> you guys are professionals, man. Absolutely. Uh, we try. We're out there just having fun, man. It's Well, if you're not, I, you've got us all fooled. That's for sure. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. You That's, know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I live that mantra every day. <laughs> Fake it till you yeah. make it. Hell, yeah. <laughs> so what's new in the boss usa world well you know right now we're in uh, i've just been doing the re renewing of the shop we are uh, in the process of changing everything over and uh cutting lots of sticks we've been getting lots of stick orders my my poor boss has been running stick saws for months now uh just staying busy you know I, this whole covid thing really has pushed the envelope of the number of orders we receive 
on a daily basis to the max. So uh, just busy. And here in here at my place, I just got done redoing the shop renew. I kind of expanded a little bit, and then I'm going to be uh, getting going back on the cub build and start seeing some more content coming out of the shop here. Yep. You, man, you've definitely got two things going on right now. You've got people with a lot of spare time that they didn't have before, and then you've got people on the other end of that going, you know, you only got one life at this. Let's go ahead and get that kit. You know, let's go ahead and give this a shot, you know? Yeah, and I actually seen, you know, everybody. I'm, you know, of course, you guys know me. I'm I'm everywhere on Facebook reading this stuff and, you know, checking on stuff all the time. And I always see the, you know, building's dead. I'm here to tell you there is nothing wrong with the building. No. It is going crazy right now. It's definitely picked up, too, as of recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. I know has got something on the table right now. Yeah, we've been seeing lots of kids. You know, I always encourage the kids to get into it. And, you know, it's it's lots more young people. And it's just I I take calls every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, if you're good with that pet awesome. talk, I'm going to give you my son's number. Please call him and get him into that. Cause, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause what I'm, what I'm doing is not working. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm old enough to be your son. Shut up. Why are you going to bring that up, man? Because wow. because Greg is needing a pep talk on building something. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Maybe. I thought you were talking well, about me. To... My bad. Right. Your mom is kind of hot, though. Just saying, Greg. You could, I would. <laughs> yeah. I would love if you were my stepdad. <laughs> no, I really would. Oh, geez. It's already taking a turn, Joe. I'm sorry. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If that were to happen, yeah, I, I would be genuinely happy. This I'd guy. get you the best Christmas present yes. every year. So would your mom. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just right there. Yeah, is. yes. Yeah. That's, and I'm not disagreeing com- with you. Right. That's comedic that's comedic comedy yeah. timing right there. Yeah, that yeah. That that's perfect. Oh. All right, Joe, continue. I'm sorry, man. Oh, it's all good, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Greg, I tell everybody the same thing that asks me these questions. I always tell them it's just wood. And everybody's, you know, I I try to do like I did the beginner series to try to take uh, some of the intimidation out of it because there's quite a little people that are really intimidated by it. But really, it, from the stick 40 all the way up to the Urkoop, they basically build the same. Of course, there's a little bit more technique involved with some of the, the bigger builds, but, you know, you've, you've done a couple. You can do any of them. That's the thing. So it's not as complicated as it's made out to be, I don't think. With all things in life, the hardest part's getting started. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I always encourage people to, uh, you know, find somebody that knows what they're doing and t- take from them, man. You know, sponge all that information that you can. So my, that's the way I do it. My dad always said it's wood. You can use, if you cut too much off, you can always glue a piece back on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was just a conversation going on today on one of the one of the Facebook things about the. I literally have two thirty gallon uh, outdoor trash cans full of like cutoffs and scrap and you know the punch outs and the dyes and all that stuff. And I'm in that bin all the time grabbing stuff out for this or for that so you know everybody i just throw that stuff away i'm like oh no don't throw that away you you might need a piece right all right there right and that that was actually a conversation that uh you know i was having kind of this week is you know all the punch outs and everything from the 
from the North Star. You know, oh, right. It, I, I kept most of it, you know, just because I might need a piece. Yep. Well, I do it all the time, man. Well, the big difference between somebody that's a novice and a pro, and the, the biggest difference is, is the pro knows how to fix his screw-ups. The you novice know, right. has to learn. The novice has to learn. That's it. That's the biggest right. deal, man. You're going to screw up. It's just how do you fix it after you've screwed up? That's the difference right. maker. I actually find fixing airplanes harder than actually building airplanes, personally. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because you don't know, unless you built it, you don't know how it was put together, really. I mean... Well, I've seen Greg break a few planes, man. I'm sure that would be hard to fix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I have two. I'm not calling you out. I've broken my fair share of stuff. No, I actually appreciate it. Yeah, I'm lazy. I just throw mine away. Jeez. Or give it to somebody that might fix it. I right. like to burn them. Balsa burns perfect, yeah. especially like nitro ones. Yeah, got nitro soaked wood. Oh, they burn purple and blue. Yeah. <laughs> so what what nice. cub are you building? I am working on the quarter scale cub. I'm actually in the process of redoing the manual um, and making it all the pictures. Joe's OCD hurts if the pictures don't match like they should. Right. And uh, we're working on some laser cut things, and that's one of the ones we're working on making sure. So when when we do get to the point where we can launch it as a laser cut, the pictures in the manual match. And, you know, the pieces that need to be laminated may not need to be laminated anymore because we're cutting off of the thicker stock on a laser instead of trying to die punch them. You know, instead of taking two-eighths to get a quarter, you can just use the quarter. You don't have to laminate the eighths together. That was kind of another question I had with the, with the old die cut stuff. Was there a so was there like a sharpening stage? You'd cut so many kits and or punch so many kits and then sharpen the blades or like I know the D seven before it became laser cut. You know I I can't imagine how many dies your or how many kits those dies cut if that makes sense. It's a lot, you know. I don't really. I wasn't really around for the whole die cutting process. That was pretty much done and over with by the time I came on board. But I can tell you, they would cut a lot of kits because it's balsa. You know, that's a steel. That's a steel ribbon, basically, and it's just punching out balsa wood most of the time. So it was. It, they. I'm sure it was in the thousands. I'd have. I'd have to check on that, but I'm sure it was a lot. Well, man, with everything going on in the world, has balsa been something that's, I mean, I, I know there has been times where it's definitely been hard to get. Is, is that kind of coming to a head, or are we, are we back on the on the good train on that, or are we still kind of waiting? Well, the biggest, yeah, no, we're our wood room right now is in really good shape. Uh, we were getting a little worried there for a while. We were cutting back on things that didn't have to get done so that we could make sure we could keep the kits coming, but I think we've turned that corner, and the, the wood supply is definitely making a big recovery. You know, our biggest hang up now is supply chain issues, being able to get stuff to the shop. You know, that's our right. biggest problem. And do you but the balsa wood is recovering. Do you happen to know if any of those supply chains are going to get any better anytime soon? I would think they would. I mean, you know, I kind of keep my nose to that rail to listen to see what's going on. I, I think it seems like it's going to start getting better before long, but who can say, you know? I know they don't have as quite as many um, container ships sitting off the coast of California waiting to get into the dock. But, you know, and I also, I'm of the firm belief that some companies are using that as an excuse, but that's just me. 
Right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's getting better. I, I know for sure that the balsa supply is making a huge comeback, and, and it, I think it's going to be good. When you say supply chain, are you talking about like hinges and glue? And I mean, well, oh. uh, we do okay on glue, but I'll, as an example, like the Dubro wheels. The Dubro wheels, we haven't been able to get any supply on those for quite a while now because they don't have the plastics to make the wheels. Gotcha. Those kind of things. You know, we've been we've been struggling through trying to get as much as we can when we can. We lost a couple of vendors over the whole COVID thing, so we're trying to scramble to to find appropriate vendors that would be able to make it happen, kind of thing. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's it's it was rough there for a while. We were we were pretty tight on the strings there for a little bit. Now it's and that that was the problem, see, because we were tight on everything at the shop. But the the sale was skyrocketed at the same time, so it was, you know, it like threw us up against the wall and beat us up for a little while. Right, <laughs> a, a double edged sword. You're trying to sell it, but yo, it's missing pieces. Right, exactly. I'm so, happy to hear that the balsa is making a comeback, though, because I mean, because that's those tree balsa trees are grown in Southeast Asia, right? Right, we get our we source ours from Ecuador and Papua New Guinea. Oh, okay, so, all right, South America, because I know there was a shortage on actual balsa trees, which is why there was a shortage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest reason there was a shortage was because the windmill man- manufacturers were taking it all. Oh yeah. So what? So what was going on is the windmill manufacturers were going in and upcharging and making it. Of course, you know the guy that owns the florist that sells the balsa wood. Why are they going to sell it to us when the guy? that's buying it pays three times as much you know what i mean they were they were jumping the prices up so they could pinpoint that market and it sounds to me like they're getting out of that business they're they're going to carbon fiber and foam and i think that's a big portion of what's made the the balsa industry rebound is because now the the wood's being used for other things because that's once they put it in the windmills it's useless nobody can use it for anything right And I think so. about that every time I drive out to Western Oklahoma because I mean, there's, I don't know, thousand. Yeah, every plane that everybody flies worth of balsa and all that out there, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> looks yeah. like something. We've got a bunch of them here in Michigan as well. So looks like something out of a Pink Floyd video or something. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see the you see the landfills because they're only good for a few years and then they got they fall apart. So yep. they take them out and they take them and dump them in the landfills and they sit there. Yeah. So they're throwing away our airplanes is what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> now so, I'm now I'm just yeah. now I'm just mad. So you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's getting better now. So yeah. Joe, you're from now. Michigan, right? Yes, sir. Do you what are your uh plans looking like this year as far as traveling? Do you do a lot of traveling each year to flying events or you got anything? Yeah, I let's yeah, I put it to you this way. I just bought a new truck. I got it like uh eight weeks ago no eight months ago like july and it's already got almost fourteen thousand miles on it oh, so good. Yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> you do you do miles like i do yeah i do lots and lots of miles yeah i got a two-year-old car with a little over thirty-five thousand on it right now and it had nine when i got it yeah i yeah. wish mine I was I bought it with zero, and it's got 14K on it already. Yeah. I wish mine was going to flying events. That hasn't been the issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. It's, been, it, it's, 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 it's definitely been to a few. Yeah. That kind of sounds uh, – I ain't going to say that, actually. So, what? 
When when does uh when does flying season kick off up there? Uh well I have I think my first event is in April, if I'm not mistaken. Well that's so, kinda that's kinda ours too. I think our first big event is uh uh a- the first weekend in April. March thirtieth yeah, or April third. Yep. What are the chances yeah. of getting you to Oklahoma the end of September? Yeah. Uh, I might be able to actually do that. Let me check and see what's going on. That actually, September, October gets pretty busy because you got Brian Beck, you got, you know, right. Uh, a lot of the bigger World War One events. But I'm I, I'm always looking for someplace new to go. So I mean, they've been screaming at us to come out for Arizona. So well, it if might be something I might be able to do at some point. Yeah. Well, if, if definitely, if you're around the area and you can hit it on your way back or the way to it, that would be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. This I can't, is really be being underplayed right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to be the biggest event around, but I'm going to say that it's, it's going to be, be the biggest event around. It's going to be the one, biggest one for Oklahoma for sure. Absolutely. There is no nice. doubt in my mind. And that's, it, it might even be the biggest in this central region, maybe. Uh, if, if things line up the way we want them to. Yeah, regardless, just, it's going to be the best time. Absolutely. Right. There is no doubt right. about that. So, sure. uh, yeah, I might have to check that out. Well, it's, it's what the last weekend in September. Yep. Uh, 29th th- through October 1st. Yep. September 29th through October 1st, Lindsay, Oklahoma. Uh, and we've got a full scale. It, it, it's a full scale airport. I mean, you know, I, I don't know exactly how long the runway is, but runway is not a problem right if you got jets bring them because it's going to be a it's going to be your it's going to be your play field man you got plenty of room i'm to thinking do about i'm thinking about putting the turbine on a pup but i don't know if it's going to work out here. dude that would be awesome <laughs> well uh, that would I've, be awesome i've i'd I, love to do a screaming sasquatch pup with yeah the, with the prop <laughs> and, a, and a jet motor underneath the bottom of it my uh how cool would that be? i i love my dad and i know you met my dad and i know you passed but uh, the last kit he bought was another third scale D seven. Right. And, and so the top wing is done. The rudder's done. The vertical's done. The horizontal's done. The bottom wing is not. And the fuselage is not. So that, that's the position that airplane is in. And I, I like, there's two directions for me to go there because we did buy a turboprop to put on it. Nice. But also part of me, because I, I haven't done one, wants to come up with like a you know, ZDZ-97 single and actually build a fully scaled out D7 because we have never done that. Right. So I, I got two directions I could go there, but... Uh, <laughs> you know which one I'm voting for. Uh, we'll get there when we get there. Right now I'm trying to get all this other shit that I got to back to flying status. I, I tell you what, you, I don't know... I don't know if you've ever seen my D7 fly. Have you ever seen my D7 fly? I don't yeah, know I saw it. it don't know. Yeah, I saw it at Null. Yeah, I, that thing is the G62, man. I've G62 got, with a Vogel Sane belt drive, and I, that thing is phenomenal. I've got one of those. It, it, I, I bet I've got hundreds of flights on it, you know. And uh, it, it just kind of went by the wayside when I started flying that green airplane. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. but. Uh, but I, it's sitting over there, and I, I looked at it the other day and kind of patted it on its nose and thought, you know, I need to rebuild your carburetor, and we need to go fly. Man, that's the one I've always yeah. liked, too. I've always loved that blue plane, man. It's always, oh, yeah. It's always been one of my favorites. It, it's definitely a blast of shit to fly because it's not fast. 
I mean, the more you, the more power you give it, it doesn't go any faster. It just climbs. Right. And that was that was the first big airplane I ever flew. Yeah, you were scared to death. I, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Here, Casey, fly like this. We're going to crash it if you don't. Yeah. That's kind of how the conversation That's went. That's exactly how that went. You better grab this radio or it's going in the dirt and you got to go help me pick it up. You know, nice. I was like, uh, let me let me see it. Yeah. And then he flew it around. Oh, He's sure. like, dude, this flies like a big ass trainer, which yeah. they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're fun to fly. Yep, absolutely. That's one of our that's one of our uh, most stable platforms, I have to say. And that thing, you just is it's a tractor, man. It flies all day. So, it one of the other questions that uh, and you know all these questions start coming back to me after our last show. Is there a number one kit that you sell? Like, what is? I would the, say it'd be. I would say it'd be the D seven. Uh, in the in the quarter the scale and the third scale. Quarter and third, yeah, those are our two top runners, and of course the Cub is right there too. Right. Well, I, I've and seen a lot it's of funny because we <laughs> we talked about the albatross, but me and uh, me and Hans started flying those albatrosses, and the albatross sales went nuts. Right. So, you know, it's 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 really been fun to watch how it works. You know, that airplane flying. That airplane seems like it's a bit of a challenge to build. Of course, I didn't. You know, I wasn't involved a whole lot with that one that Dad has. It's it it's uh left halfway for me. <laughs> it's definitely a builder's kit. I would say that the Albatross and the Air Coop are the two hardest kits that we have to build not recommended for somebody that hasn't built a few uh but you can get through it right you know right there's well, a lot of there's a lot of building in those kits though there's a lot of building in those kits well i'm gonna get to it just because i already have it and the wings are already done and i mean it it it's i would say two-thirds of the way completed nice and uh my dad's hand started failing him and he couldn't he he was screwing up more than he and he was done you know, I, I don't want to screw this up anymore, so. Right, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, it, it's a, that's definitely a builder's kit. Well, I'm looking but forward to it. gorgeous when it's done. That thing flies. Oh, my God. I love that airplane. Me and Han have just been having a blast with the albatrosses. Just a blast. And they're both, like, DLE 85 powered, aren't they? Yep, DLE 85. They're twins. Right. So it so it's not a it's not a real you don't have to have superpower or nothing like that for it. That's a pretty economical engine to get a hold of. Yeah, and that engine will fly the snot out of the airplane. You know, that's it's almost got unlimited vertical. Really? Yeah, it'll go up. It'll go up to just at three hundred and ninety nine feet. Right. Right. And then it'll it'll come out. Huh. Yeah, it 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 really flies that well. I got mine set up with smoke. And it's just a beauty. I love it. I had a couple of issues because uh, I fly it a lot. I had an engine mount break on me. Uh, the bolts sheared off. And then uh, what we out? We asked. We had. Uh, I think that's it. It just kept. It kept wanting to get looser for a while. But I think I've got the uh, the plywood uh, compressed enough now that it's not going to give anymore. So does that engine? Uh mount with a bolt facing forward and a bolt facing backward or does yeah, it well it's got the it's got the traditional the soft mount it's got the traditional you know like the it's got the standoffs the the typical dle standoffs right you know what i mean yeah 
So what I do is chuck those up in a drill press and and run a quarter inch uh, drill bit through them, mm-hmm. and that way you eliminate that forward and backward. You can get a three and a half inch long quarter quarter twenty, you know, and done. No more problems. Right. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it only happened once, and since then it hasn't come loose again. It's it's kind of funny because on that airplane with the spinner. If you go to if you go to flip it, you can tell if it's getting loose because it it makes a chunky sound when you flip it. You can hear it. Gotcha. So I learned I learned that lesson the hard way because I got up. What happened was is I was flying. I'm like this thing all of a sudden is out of trim. It ain't flying right. It ain't working. So I landed and uh, a buddy of mine Lee was on the field and it was pulling. It was I couldn't get it to shut off. It, it and it, what happened was is the the right side motor mount the bolts had sheared off inside the standoffs and it was pulling the throttle. Right. Cause it, tw- it twisted and pulled the throttle. So luckily I was on the kill switch or we might've had chopped up Lee on the field there. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't <laughs> have been was, good. But... It was coming right towards him. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also at the same time, that's, you know, when you get into the safety world, that's why you need the ignition kill. That's it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I killed her. So, Safety's not pretty until it is. It's not. That's right. my actual real job, so that's what I know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which man, what is your real job? Aren't you some kind of crazy engineer or something for GM or No, I'm actually a uh, health and safety trainer for GM. That's I, what I do it, that's all their, what it was. Yeah, I do all their uh classes, like the OSHA and the, the truck driving and all that stuff. So you're the guy getting on to me for using a razor blade without a holder. I get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I don't mean I don't mean that in a <laughs> hand, mean way. Hand tool, hand tool safety. Hand, hand tool, tool safety. safety. That's, that's it. That. Yep. I actually got paperwork from a OSHA violation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's nice now. At the time, it wasn't. Right. Yeah. Nah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, I've only had one visit with an OSHA officer, and I was climbing sailor towers, and I was about four hundred foot up, and this guy's like waving his arms and yelling at me. I don't know what it's like anywhere else but in oklahoma you dude the wind's always blowing 15 to 20 generally and once you're 20 or 30 foot off the ground it's faster than that you can't hear anything on the ground you gotta have walkie talkies all kinds of stuff and it's still right. hard this guy's waving his arms and everything and i'm i'm a good 300 400 foot up this tower so it takes me 20 minutes or better to even climb down this thing I, it might have been 30 and he's like you're not 100 percent tied off and i'm like no I couldn't get my job done if I was. It was like it would take me three hours to do what I do in an hour, you know? Right. And I used one of the tower climber videos for my fall class. Yep. Because they got they got a few out there. Watch if you ever get a chance, watch Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. And that that thing, the guy's not tied off at all. Oh, I think I've <laughs> right. seen that where he's free climbing that tall yeah. tower. Ooh, yeah, no. he's at the yeah he's I'm at out. the boom before. He's clear at the boom before he ties off anything. Right. And, and like, wow. the way that that you're supposed to do it, you're supposed it's kind of like a three point system. Like you've got you got your dead rope that you're supposed to hook up above you, and then you've got another one that when you stop, you hook that on to hook that up, and then you got another one that's kind of going around. It's too much, man. Like I right now, I'm all. I mean, I'm not against safety by any means, but it was just it was it's a lot. It seems like it would be less safe to work with all three of them than it would be with just maybe one or one or two, you know? 
You need that. You need right. that. You need that secondary. Absolutely. But the third one, I don't know. Yeah, you right. need redundancy. Yeah. But yeah. That's here. Yeah, but there. you start talking about three hundred feet per second squared. Oh yeah. You kind of think you might want that third one. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. No, I agree. And man, uh, I was watching one of those safety videos, and in one of the videos they were talking about, well, three times your height is a fatal fall. Well, within five minutes, I'm three times my height because I'm short. Oh yeah, super sure. short. You know, so you mean five seconds? Oh yeah, <clears throat> I stand on a bar stool. I'm three times my height. It's a bad day. You know. <laughs> he jumps up on the counter to pay for his McDonald's meal, and he's already. Three That's it, man. Height. That's it, dude. OSHA <laughs> violation right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I said no pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Poor Joe. I'm uh, sorry. No, don't worry about it, brother. That's what we're here for. I'm here to have a good time. I've been having a blast watching you guys. No, man. Man. I've been having a bl- blast watching you. That's no joke. I, I can't, man. I'm going to come out and say it. I kind of had to, had you figured all wrong, Joe. I kind of had to figure it all. Well, I thought you were a little straighter laced. Not that you're not straight laced, but some posts recently. I'm like, oh God, he's our people, man. I like Joe. Yeah. I, li- I liked you before. I he love you now. He straight up said, fuck burgers. Let's look at airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> Go Joe. Uh, made, me, made me so happy. Man. Yeah. And then I looked ball, at the man. airplane and I said, fuck that. I'll look at back of these burgers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've been having fun with it. That 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 y'all's uh, Facebook page is a riot. Man. Well, you're def- you're an asset to it for a- sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You, you are in one of those top poster spots. I will tell you that oh, right yeah. now. Not that I That's monitor good. that real close, but I was looking right. at it the other day and I was like, check this shit out. That's cool. Yeah, man. I get picked on a lot, man, about yeah. that. <laughs> I you guys, Greg Greg Alderman from uh, from Pulse and uh, Electron and. I can't. The, the name of his jet company is escaping me, but uh, he does a lot of big jets, and he's he's always saying he'll he'll talk to me, and he's like, "Well, there's a the guy that's posting something every three minutes on Facebook. How you doing?" No, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you definitely, man. You've got the social media thing figured out. You were everywhere oh, yeah. and nowhere hey, all at the same time. I wonder time. if Greg. I think Greg is in the scrap pile. I'm not sure. I, I'm sure he probably didn't appreciate us blowing up a pulse battery the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, I tell you what, man, that guy doesn't quit. He's got stuff going on him and Jenny and they are, they do electron retracts. They do pulse. Hell, he's, he's, he's the U.S. and I'm probably getting this, I'm butchering this. Heli Direct. He's, the, yeah, he's Heli Direct. He's the U.S. distributor for Heli Direct. And uh, he's got a bunch of like BVM jets, and yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. He's a he's funny. He bought a pup a couple of years ago. Brought a bought a beautiful Greg Khan built pup, and I think he's flown it like five times. <laughs> and that was all the same weekend we were there flying, so it wasn't even like it. So I give him crap about it all the time. So that guy's just hooked up, man. Well, yeah, th- he's he's rolling, man. He's he's doing a, he's doing very well with it. I think he knows a probably a really good friend of ours, Renee. No, oh, yeah, you know uh, <clears throat> that uh, is Renee's pulse and Heli Direct sponsored. Yep. So, and that guy, man, yeah, he probably does. Yep, helicopter builds. I, I don't know, man. I would put him up there in the top. I haven't seen a whole bunch of other stuff or know a bunch of guys, but and he's got he's that's got what the he's known for. To back it up. To he de- yeah, he definitely does. And which, and the product. yeah, he's, yeah, he got uh, he he was all strictly heli guy. 
for a long time and now he's gotten into the jets and he's doing him and uh, him and jenny jenny uh is actually my cousin uh they are uh in florida taking a break finally <laughs> so they're on a vacation well deserved florida's a good t- time place to take a break this time of year for sure man yeah for sure yeah get the hell out of this cold you got to get out of the snow belt so like you know southern georgia-ish because <laughs> now it's snowing in North Carolina and right. all this other crazy stuff. So I saw a post today. It said, all my northern friends, your weather is drunk and it's in my yard. I don't need you to come get it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It'd sure be great if you would. Yeah. Keep it up there. <laughs> yeah. Man, we've had it pretty mild this year. You know, it could be. Well, it's going to go down in the dumps this week. Oh, yeah. February. Man, it, Farmer's Almanac said February is going to kick our butt. So I'm ready for it. It's gotten cold here, but the snow is at a, at a reasonable amount at this point. So it's not been too terrible. We had a little bit of snow last week, and you would have laughed at it. You'd have been like, oh, that's cute. But <laughs> we, we did we did have some uh, temperatures in the teens, but it seems to warm up in the 60s on every other third day or something. Right. Yeah, Oklahoma's crazy, man. It's- I could deal with some of that, man. I hate winter. Winter is like my least favorite thing. Yep, me too. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I dislike winter more than I dislike Tanner. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, Joe's that, beating up. Uh, oh, yeah. This will be good. That guy, man, that guy. He's a good guy. He man. absolutely he is. He had it rough there for a couple of weeks, man. He didn't have it rough. He was instigating. Dude, he was, man. I think he made it rougher he on was, himself than anybody else did. He was, he was totally instigating it. He was in there. He was judging his own memes that were supposed to be cracking on <laughs> Right. Him. Yeah, he exactly. He was trying to make them better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what so. the best part about it was? There was a couple of days afterwards where he didn't post a single thing, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got it all out of his system, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. I, th- me I think he took. Guy. I think he took on the part of like they can't make fun of me if I'm better at it myself. Right. right. Which well, little did he know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. Yeah, the beach scene got me, Joe. I'm not going to lie to you. The beach scene got two me. thumbs up, one thumb down. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got uh, a. Uh, I got a. Back on the RC topic, I got a personal question. Um, Sure. Do you guys at Balsa USA actually build airplanes and ship them out? Uh, we don't have really a custom building service, only just because none of us really has time for it. Right. And I've got I've got guys building planes for me because I don't really have time to build my own. So now, you know, it's, I only it's, ask that because I mean, I break so much shit. If I build a kit, you know, spent what eight months building a third scale Cub. It'd be gone within a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you can't you can't crash a third scale cub, <laughs> dude. You say cub or a pub? Uh, either cub. Yeah, either. Cub those, is it, those cub things. Mainly, those though. things fly themselves, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Greg is the cub sender, man. I mean, it's he, he's gonna find find it to the point of failure. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't fly. I don't fly a cub. Uh, Traditionally. Yeah, there's, I don't right. really have any words for it. I got words for it. You're one of them flippy dippy guys. That yeah, like I mean, not, put way too much motor on them and fly no, them. Actually, like too less aerobat. Yeah. No, it's more of like, all right, dude, flat spin it. All right, stay in it. 
Stay in it. Stay in it. In okay. It. Oh, no, you didn't get it. Didn't get so it. What you're saying yeah. is, is you're susceptible to peer pressure. That's Abs- what you're saying. Yeah. That's you know, what it is. No, not really. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'd do the shit myself. Yeah, he, he well, doesn't. True. Yeah. That's the thing. He doesn't need an arm twist. He's going to try it anyway. I, Heck yeah. You guys always harp on the flat spins. That ain't the problem. The, the, I had a DLE 20. I wasn't getting out of that shit. Right. The, the last two I saw were the flat spins, bro. I'm sorry. That's That was just what I remember. Uh, those are quarter. Those it's are the wingtip touch and goes 20? that have been getting me lately. Yeah, wingtip touch and goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my uh, my third scale cup's going on the bench this weekend because I was doing one wheel third. I was doing one wheel figure eight touch and goes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> cracked my gear. Yeah, broke it. See, so that, that's the deal. I the wingtip touch and goes are great. I love it, and you're good at it. But get if you want to do it, get a little more technique in it. And do some one wheel figure eight touch and goes. I'm out. Right. So <laughs> it's so the Kenya special that gets you, man. So but that's one of my favorite things deal, to though. do with the cup, man. I got the technique, but I don't got the technique when I'm a fucking bottle of crown in. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, so this guy, he picked up a quarter scale cub. Now, I don't, I don't remember if it was an R for a or a. It was bill. a Hanger Nine. It was a Hanger Nine quarter scale with a DLE twenty on it. It literally, he bought it that day. It got delivered to him, <laughs> and that night it was a pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Well, to be it was fair, done. was it, it was a pile of shit before he opened the box. That was my yeah. second. <laughs> that that was the second order. one that day. Yeah. <laughs> The first one was a quarter scale Balsa USA. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it, it, yeah, it was. It yeah. was. This is yeah. a key word. Is there wasn't nothing left? <laughs> no. Well, you know, it happens. He, man, I and, try not to cra- I'm too attached to my airplanes. I try not to crash them. Right. right. I try not to. It's just, I don't know. Well, man, in your defense, I'm going to back you up on this. Might be the only time I ever back you up. But, man, he flies <laughs> it to the ragged edge of whatever, you know? He hey, just, if you, this is my theory on that. As long as you're having fun, yeah. who cares? Dude, with a smile on his face. Heck yeah. The plane That's is, all there is. The plane is plowed in in a pile out there, and he turns around and goes like, anybody got a prop? <laughs> you know, I mean. Exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that my was the fourth one. prop in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one's landing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crashing. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Got it. I, For sure. See, I have that conversation all the time. I get I get in conversations with people daily basis about foam and helis and quads and airplanes and who cares, man? Fly what you like. Fly right. what you enjoy. Absolutely. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. Fly what you're having fun with. Man, and that's probably and if, why I like if crashing airplanes is fun for you, then have at it. Have at it. <laughs> Not really. That's kind of why I like going out the field with some cheap foam crap, man, because it's I go out there and I get to enjoy it. I'm not worried about crashing. If I crash it, who cares? I'm like, yeah, yeah with everything. Exactly. You know, yeah, I wish I had a little bit of that. Like, some, I need a fine line, though. I don't need so, to be on the Kenya extreme. But Well, maybe. Nah, <laughs> you're, you're, you may be right. So we were, we were at uh, Jason Don Hockle's. Fun fly in Houston. Yep. And uh, Jason, and I don't, I don't know if you've met or dealt with Jason at all, Joe. But I mean, that guy, he is full send all the time, 
And what I mean by that is he provides the he provides the opportunity to either succeed or fuck up. I mean, that, <laughs> and, and that's and there's 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 no in between. You're either going to succeed in what he sets up, or you're going to fuck up. And both are a win. Yes, and both yeah. are a win. <laughs> and uh, the the event was super fly, and he held it in Houston this last year. And we and Will and I drove down Friday night after work. We showed up at a full send. We all, yo, know, uh, yeah, we all did, and uh, so we not, get not all of us. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we we get through Friday night and I mean we sent it to about six in the morning. I mean it was one of those good proper fun flies. We were flying airplanes at six in the morning. And nice. not a lick of sleep. So Saturday comes and Jason's like, All right, we gotta set up today's event. So out in the fly out in the runway, we stuck three quarter inch PVC. Yep. Uh, 12 foot sticks just stuck them in the runway we're in houston it's moist you know just bloop 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 and there they are so greg is flying the limbo deal with like a little 30 cc uh sukhoi or something yeah it was an aeroworks sukhoi with a dle 30 on it maybe it was a 20 size with a 30 i can't remember 20 size <laughs> I mean, it, and it, this dude was landing airplane. Landed every time you landed the airplane, it chewed up a prop. We're at like the fourth prop of the day, <laughs> and this guy he comes through for the limbo, and he's oh, yo, at least three quarter throttle. I mean, he was in it pretty good, and straight up center punches the pole, and I have, <laughs> I have never seen this in my life. He pulled the pole out of the ground with the airplane and it went pole vaulting about 12 feet and stuck back in the ground. <laughs> it, it made the YouTube intro. If, yeah, if you made... want to see the crash, just go check out our YouTube page and watch the intro. I have to check that out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and, and the only reason it was being videoed is it, it was Greg. We knew something epic was going to happen here. Yeah. Nice. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Right. Also, the same night we same night we get the cops called on us for flying a hundred <laughs> for flying a hundred cc airplane about one in the morning. Yeah. So we the the cop shows up and tells us to shut the airplane down. Don't fly it no more. So then we go over and fire up the light plants. Diesel yeah. generated. Diesel generated light plants and fly electric airplanes. Tell me what makes right. sense of that. Yeah, those are louder than the in the hundred cc for sure. Exactly. <laughs> and we did that till six in the morning. Yeah, but it the, was great. But the man was appeased. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's crazy. You know the funniest part about that one, like the, <laughs> the video. No, no, the video of when I put the yak into the pole. Yep. Uh, so, uh, I think I think it was you, Case. You were like, "Greg, you really let me down right now." And then you hear Don Hawk on the background laughing and talking. Like, <laughs> yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah. All right, yeah. here he goes. Hey, and I, <laughs> yeah, man, what a what a what a trip that was. When I'm the voice of reason, you might want to listen. I was gonna say, yeah, that's not a good situation, right? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was bad. The fucking no, it was two pay. Yeah, I, there, 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 there was lots of shenanigans that went on oh that night. Yeah, we're not even gonna talk about yeah, most we, of them. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, two pay was sounds, a good one though. Yeah. It sounds like we can't uh, get us and myself and Lane Star together in one place because that's going to be somebody will end up dying. No, that's the kind of we've tried. That's the kind of stuff we yeah. do. 
Nobody's yeah. dying. That's the kind of stuff we do. Yeah, we'll have paramedics on the scene. It'll be fine. So one of my yeah, favorite yeah. stories. You guys, Lane's on the Lane's on the page. Lane's from Lane, Lane's Plains. Oh yeah, Lakuda. Yep. He's he's my favorite person in the whole wide world, and he's. Uh, <laughs> we're at an event here in Michigan, uh, at Walter's RC Park here in Saranac. And him and his beautiful wife, Christy, come down and we're hanging out. We don't get a chance. We're, we live far enough apart. He's out in uh, Nebraska, so we don't get a chance to spend a lot of time together. So they come down for this event. It's uh, electric. I think it was the Midwest Fun Flight. It's now uh, the Extreme Flight. Um, oh, it's the Michigan Extreme Extreme Flight Fun Fly or something like that. The the Ducias run it. Right. And... Uh, so this is before it really took off and me and Lane were down there and he hands me, he's got the, I think he's going to correct me. I think it was the 26 inch Cuda, uh, freshly. It was, was when it was new and we were, went up to the field. He says, here, you're going to fly this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we went out to the field and stood on the line. He's like, okay, here we go. I'm going to hand launch you. I was like, all right, I'll take off. And I took a couple of, Cause this thing is fast as lightning. I mean, I don't know how fast, but it's well over hundred miles an hour. And I took a couple of loops just to get the feel for it. And then I come down and went straight up, did a wing over and full throttle just right to the ground. Right. And about halfway down my line, he's like, land, 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 land. And I'm like, what? Uh, the transmitter he handed me was not charged. <laughs> Oh geez. Like, he, he says you got about three seconds to get it on the ground or it's gonna be a pile of sticks. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was one of my one of my stories like that. It was pretty awesome. Maybe we should look he's, that guy up. Yeah, we man we Lane's I, awesome. I know yeah. he's on Scrap Pile. Oh I know yeah. He's on, I know he's on the Facebook page. Huh. So an off air yeah. topic, Joe, I'm gonna have to tell you about a story with the Lane's planes. I can't tell it on the show. <laughs> it's a good one. Well when we get done here, I'll let you know. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. There's some of the there's some of the best people in the industry, man. It's it's they are really and we have a blast. We get together. There's all kinds of poor decisions that get made. Oh yeah, that sounds like so, this crew. There's a lot of those. And I, man, a lot yeah. of times, dude, it's, I just kind of stand in the back and watch, man. It's awesome. Every once it's in a scary. while, yeah. Every once in a while, I get involved, but yeah, no, the no, scariest thing you can hear when you're around me and Lane is, "Hey, I got an idea." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it definitely sounds like this crew. What if we did this? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's generally exactly. how the best ideas are come up with. Yep. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, they may or may not be the best idea, but we're going to call them that. And we may or may not have flown a actual beer cooler last weekend. Right. Nice. Oh, dude. Nice. We got some cool stuff coming for that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it'd that's work. Awesome. Oh, why? That's what Han... That's what Han calls all electric airplanes. Right. Well, that's or all foam, all foam airplanes, I should say. Oh yeah. He says that thing flies pretty good for a beer cooler. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> kind of how this came about. That, that yeah. that's actually <laughs> what this one is is a beer cooler. That's right. Ice chest Air Force. Yep. That's all nice. I'm gonna say. That's what, nice. Uh, we got lots of cool shit coming. You're gonna have to make a trip this way. Yeah, I, I need to do that. That's for sure. I need to see. Let me let me get the schedule laid out. I'm still waiting on this year. So what I've been trying to do is I've been trying because I, I go in so many different directions. Last year, I did more new events. And then this year, I'm, I was planning on doing a lot of my Dawn patrols. 
right because uh, i can do quite a few dawn patrols around here and then uh next year i'll do more competing of course i'll be competing in the nats and i'll be competing in the uh the classic for nasa scale stuff but you know will you go get so. that dog no the dog never mind it shut nuts. up okay uh-oh. <laughs> then that one goes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll get over it. The joys of pet ownership. Right. Well, I so have we, uh, I have one I dog travel that's... all over, so I'm going to try to. So, what what trailer are you going to are you going to use your camping trailer? Or are you going to use your airplane trailer? What, what so uh, and that's... So when I go to an event, my my airplane trailer is a camping trailer. Okay. Yeah, I got a. I pull a thirty foot uh, snowmobile trailer, drive through snowmobile trailer. Right. It's got air conditioning and a bed and microwave and a refrigerator and generator and shore power and battery power and solar power and all that stuff. Oh, the bare necessities. I right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I live in it when I go to an event. You know, it's right? A, it's a hotel room when I go to an event. The amenities. So, yeah. Yeah. I got put up. I got to put together pretty good. I've. We added the uh, the top mounted air conditioning unit the last year, and that's the best thing. That's the best decision I ever made. I was using one of those little roll away ones, like for small apartments. Right. And it just wasn't it just wasn't cutting it. So, man, there's a lot of guys around here using ductless mini splits on their stuff, and it's it's insane oh. how well that works. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it does. Man, maybe that's a, cool. that's a good YouTube video idea for you. You should do a trailer build, Joe. Uh, I have a video on the trailer already. Oh, well, never mind. I'll have to go check that out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a trailer walkthrough than a build. But right. Yeah, but it's uh, I, I've got that on there. And here I am. I thought I saw everything. I missed one. I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> yeah. it's. I tell you what, if you ever get the opportunity, I know out there you guys don't have a lot of snowmobile stuff going on but those those drive through snowmobile trailers right are perfect for what we do so i got a big drop down door on the front and the back that does sound very handy it's perfect so like if it's you know if i don't want to run the air i can drop both doors and the yeah, wind a, just blows right through it yep get a breeze through it that's awesome yeah it works great i guess i'm just in on my travel trailer i love i love having to you know kind of the creature comforts at the flying field yeah me too the problem with that is is it's not easy to get airplanes in it <laughs> well i i refuse to put a gas-powered airplane in my trailer oh for sure so but i pull my trailer with a one-ton extended length van nice so i can generally get about anything i want to fly into that van yeah, and then all oh, my all my yeah, phone all my phone BS fits in the trailer. It works out great. Right. Yeah, we can put nice. electric shit in the trailer. Yep. I mean, that's not a big deal. But I show up in the Civic. I got a place to stay, and I got forty miles a gallon. It was awesome. Right. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hobo Casey. Full hobo Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. I might Nothing be a hobo this year. Yeah, man. I'm living that to the extreme. I'm I'm gonna get away with it as long as I can. Ah. <clears throat> uh, Clint's my rail car, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I mean, his trailer is my rail car. That, let me rephrase that. What? 
Yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> quit it, Greg. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, got, quit it, that's Greg. That's what I've got to deal with this year is I had to make actually I had to start making adjustments. So Golden Age in Pennsylvania is where I broke the new truck in last year, and I've had to make some adjustments because my fifteen hundred that I had I had a topper on a camper topper on not a camper but a like a you know like a hard shell right um, covered, and I could fit a bunch of stuff back there, but with the new the twenty five hundred. I'm getting a tonneau cover, but I still won't be able to put near as much stuff back there. Right. So I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm going to have to start picking and choosing airplanes to go in the gigantic trailer because I'm out of space. <laughs> right. And, and when you go to an event, you go as boss USA also. So you're hauling stuff and this, that, and the other. Yes, exactly. Yep. You had to have merchandise and, normally- and craft. Yeah, well, I normally show up with, what do I see? It's uh, one, two, three, four. I usually have five, four or five third scales with me when I go, plus the smaller six-scale stuff and some quarter scales and then all my stuff I need for camping and all that stuff. So it's, I, I got quite a pack I travel with. Oh, yeah, Joe travels correct. So out of those, uh, I'm just going to say six third-scale airplanes, how many do you actually put together and fly? Two? Do you just pick or all of them? Normally, when I go to an event, if it comes out of the trailer, it flies. And normally, when I go to an event, I'll pull out at least three. Fair enough. I mean, Most I'm sure time. you. I'm sure you rotate those, but I mean, obviously, the Cub and the Albatross are probably staples in your what you do. That third one's probably the one that changes. Yeah, uh, it just depends, man. Because I'm, 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 I'm an event crackhead. I, I fly. They're all, I never sit down. I don't, I don't sit still in a van. I'm up, I'm up moving. I'm, I very rarely sit. So I'll get, that's how I get so many flights on these airplanes. Cause I'll fly. If I go to a weekend event, so if I go to like a show up Thursday, set up, fly Friday, Saturday, pack up Sunday, I probably get 30 flights in. This I dude fly, get, I gas them and I fly, I gas them and I fly, I gas them and I fly, I gas them and I fly. This <laughs> dude flies more in a day than you do in a year. Hey, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I can't talk a lot of crap. I haven't been doing a lot of flying lately. He flew either. a lot last year. I, I did. Now I'm talking about Clint. No. Compared to what I seen Com- the first yeah, year. Yeah, compared to the first year, yeah. I think this year it's going to be something different, though. I think he, man, he's he's already got more flights in this year than I have, probably. Yeah, I'll give I you average, that. I average at least. Let me think. Uh, so I probably get at least nine flights in every day in an event because I'll usually have three airplanes out, and what I'll do, I, I only put three flights on them before I charge. Them. Right. So I get at least nine flights in, and a lot of times more than that, but at least nine flights in on three airplanes every day for an event. I need to be better about so, that. Right. I'm, me and you kind of have this. We kind of go to hang out and socialize. Well, and that's kind of one of the things that we're known for, man. I mean, yeah. we're the guys that uh, we show up and we bullshit and have a good time, and you know, we might or might not fly. And, and I will say, at these events, I usually fly other people's airplanes way more than I fly mine. Right. And I'm petrified of that. Like, here, fly it. And I'm like, I don't want to be like rude and be like, no. But on the other end of that, <laughs> I don't want to be like, ah, okay, you know, dude, I, it, it yeah, scares the crap out of me. I get tons of maidens. I, yeah, I, do I tons bet. Tons of maidens. 
of yeah, all I never of forget. Them. I think Clint, were you at the were you at Nall when we made that up? Oh yeah, yeah, I was there. So we we this guy comes up to the booth and he says, "I know it's not." He's a club member there at Joe Nall. He's part of that club, and he comes up and he says, "Listen," he says, "I know it's not strictly legal." He says, but I got this third scale pup I just built, and I, I want you to fly it. He says, like, I'm afraid to fly it. I want you to fly it, get it trimmed out, maiden it, and we'll do it after event hours, which is, uh, or before, I'm sorry, before event hours. So he went over there early in the morning and flew it. And, you know, I do the standard check. I'm like, I'll fly it for you, but I don't make any guarantees. Right. And this is what we're going to do. It's no problem. So I went over there. We walked over to the field and, we're getting ready to go, and I go through the, my standard questions. Did you check this? Did you check that? Did you make sure the CG was correct? And, yep, CG is good and all this stuff. All right, no problem. So we get it out there. We get it started up. That's like three flips and a start, so it was no problem. Pulled it out onto the uh, runway there on the main line, and I'm not kidding you. Of course, a pup will get off the ground in three feet. Right. And I hit the gas on that thing. And as soon as the wheels come up off the ground, that tail dropped. It was uh-huh. so, so tail heavy. And I'm, it's porpoising and it's flopping, flipping around. It disappears behind the trees at the back of the main line. And I'm fighting it and trying to get it just kept flying the airplane, you know. And I get it down on the ground and nothing breaks. And I said, that plane is super tail heavy. So we checked it. And it was, uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was five pounds tail heavy. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. So he's like, oh, man, thank you so much for saving it. And, oh, man, I just can't believe you got it on the ground. Thank you so much. I, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I said, that thing needs nose weight big time. I said, it needs, I'd start at four and a half pounds and go up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently they went back over to their trailer and he had some, some lead ingots that he had. And they put four and a half. I think it was a. I think it was almost five pounds of nose weight in it. And he comes back the next day, and he's like, he's like "Well, we got her back together, and we think she's right now." I said, "Well, we're going to check the CG." Right. <laughs> so yeah. We, we checked the CG, and it was dead on. And I want to tell you that thing flew like a butterfly with sore wings. It was so awesome. And it, when I brought it down, it was great. I don't know if Clint was here for that or not, but I I turned into the wind to land. And right as I got ready to put the wheels down, a little four or five mile an hour wing winds picked up and I literally set that thing down and didn't roll a foot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I, I remember that. And P, uh, yeah. you start talking to people about these, uh, world war one airplanes and weight, you know, and it, it's really comical to me because I, I have one third scale airplane. I don't have, any nose weight on but it's got a great big engine on it right you know everything else in this house that's world war one has nose weight on it and yeah. i think the most i have on one so on this last d7 that dad and i put together we sheeted the tail because uh on the green airplane i've had some i've had some uh tail flutter that i was having to deal with just because i fly it fast well, it's it's mildly right. overpowered. Right, right. You know, so on this other one, we sheeted the we sheeted the horizontal, which added a ton of weight to the back of the airplane. Obviously, sure. sure. You know, so that airplane I think has like six pounds of lead on the front of it to get it all straightened up, 
and I well, still that's not that's not even that much. Uh, well, that's a, well, it's got an inline twin on the front of it. So I mean, you know, with that and the header and canister and everything, to me that was a lot. But still, you know, I I start. I've got a third scale Newport 17 in there with a DLE 55 that flies beautifully. The engine is light. You can fly it at a third power all day long. It's got six pounds of nose weight on it to make it fly. Right. Yep. You know, and that's not, that's nothing for these third scale airplanes. They don't care. Oh, no. Yeah, I get calls. See, I'm the tech, I'm the tech guy too. So when you call the tech line at Ball CSA, that's me. And I get calls all week, all month about hey you know i just put uh, 12 ounces of nose weight did that seem too much i'm like 12 ounces <laughs> Shit, that's you, nothing. yeah that's nothing why if if you're not talking to me about pounds of nose weight when it comes to these i don't even want to talk to you right you know well like, and that's that's the thing people don't understand is these world war one airplanes they don't have they got what's called zero nose moment what that means is there's no airplane in front of the cg there's nothing but if you look at a World War One airplane, they have these giant radial or rotary engines on for right. a big Mercedes or whatever it is. They had huge. They had engines that weighed as much as two Volkswagens on the front of them. You know, so that's why people think it's wrong. But I'm like, it's not wrong. Look at a World War One airplane. Right. You know, we go we go through the same thing with down elevator on the on the D7. If you look at a D7. Everybody's always wanting to change the incidents in the D7 because they want that tail to fly level. I'm like, watch a full-scale D7 fly. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, they fly tail high. Oh, no, they don't. I'm like, yes, they do because that's how they aimed their machine guns. Right. <laughs> right I remember. They, they fly tail high. You were talking Rhinebeck. Isn't that in New York? It that, is. Yeah, my daddy used to take me to that every year. That's I remember that too. Even, even the a earth, stop man. with camels, they would fly tail high too. If I'm not yep. mistaken, they fly tail high, and that's what people don't get. And then they and I'm, I'm talking to you, people listening to this show. Don't put tail wheels on World War One airplanes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. They're not. They don't. They're not designed for it. They're designed for tail skids. He said, "You." People. I can't tell you how many people put tail skids on the or tail wheels on those things, and they have more trouble. The, the triplane, not to say that you can't have a, a World War One airplane that's got a tail wheel because you can, but you got to understand that when you do that, it's going to turn that, so fast on the ground. That would be the worst airplane to put a tail wheel on. Oh, they put tail wheel on the the, the triplane all the time. Why would you do that? Because they think it makes it land better. They no. think it makes it handle better on the ground. That airplane's sketchy anyways on the ground, any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's I, not really, it's not really sketchy. You just have to know how to fly it. You, uh, got, right. you know what you got to know? You got to, what you got to know is how to use that left stick. Yeah. If yeah. you know how to use your left stick, the D, the DR1 handles fantastically on the ground. Uh, right. I, I've, I didn't have any problem with the one we have. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it, it, it's a nice solid airplane but i i can only imagine putting a tail wheel on it the ground loop that's oh coming. gosh yeah so we have patches is uh uh billy malloy's airplane that he built it's the third scale uh, newport 28 did a beautiful job on that airplane and he's got a tail wheel on it and we were at my event here in michigan and uh i he says here come fly patches so i get up there to fly patches and i'm getting ready to take off and right before i take off billy nudges me he says just so you know that's got a tail wheel on it. 
And as soon as I hit the rudder, that thing did a 360 degree turn. <laughs> I was like, well, yes, it, as a matter of fact, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have an airplane around here. We call patches too. <laughs> oh, Greg, I'm sure what it's is a whole different reason? <laughs> what is patches? Uh, I mean, it's patches. It's, what is it? A Skywing slick or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's had a rough yeah, life. It's a, a Skywing slick. Yeah, you know? and it's nice. you look at it and it's it's rough. The first name that comes to mind is patches. Yeah, that's all that's nice. over it. It's got summer nice. covering on it. Yeah, and it's even summer's got here, a, summer there. Summer. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta put this into it now. It's got, even got a phallic symbol on the rudder. Oh, geez. Not by my doing. Nice. Yep. <laughs> or by my will. Yeah. It just happens. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. This stuff just happens. It, it's funny how these airplanes, uh, everybody asks you, what do you name your airplane? And I don't think you name an airplane until you've got at least, you know, five to ten flights on it and you've figured it out and it'll it'll get, tell you what to name it. Oh, yeah. Or somebody else will name it for you, and it'll just stick. Right. Kind of like the frog. It just happened. Fuck. And now here we are. Right. Right. Yeah. Ribbit. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> I try so hard not to overuse that button. It's all good, man. It's it's entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment at its finest. I had these lofty goals of, like, programming all these little buttons to do cool things. Nah, I got to the frog, and I quit. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you need? I, I don't what think. I, need? Right. I don't think I need anything else. It's suitable for every occasion. Absolutely. Well, I'm, it's it's almost the opposite of Clint because Clint is not suitable. Right. For every occasion. <laughs> this this is very true. I mean, I'm not suitable for every occasion. Man, I've known this guy for a long time, and I absolutely love him like a brother. But there are certain social situations that he is not privy to in my life. I'm He's not privy yeah, to. Yeah. No. And I don't mean I that it. in a mean way. You know, he knows. He gets oh, I know. It, yeah, you know? I, get it. I get it. I tell you, some of my favorite in all times is when him and his dad had come up to the come up to the booth, and dad dad come in like he owned the booth. Right. He'd come in. He'd, he'd sit down. You know, and he's yelling at Clint, well, get that and get this and get that. And we'd sit there and we'd talk and we had an absolute blast just sitting there in the tent shooting shit. Oh, yeah. He definitely had so, an aura about him, man. I mean, that guy meant business. Man, he'd come in and, he, and he'd come into that tent and I believe, I believe he had a, a cane, didn't he? Now, uh, later, maybe he was leaning. Maybe he was leaning. Yeah, the back of the I box. think the, uh, the last time we were in that tent, he wasn't walking real good. So it was just kind of one of those deals. I dropped him off on the yeah. golf cart at the back door. <laughs> yeah, he, he come in. The, he come in the back door and sit down and leaning, leaning on something. I can't remember if it was his cane or the box or whatever. But he's just pointing here. Get that. Get this. Go over there. Get this. What are yep. you doing? What? Hey, hey, stupid. Go over there. Get that. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was awesome, man. That guy was awesome. We had such a we had such a good time talking to him. Oh yeah, he he was definitely one of a kind, man. Yep, he was a different level kind of fellow, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I come by it, honest. Yeah, you absolutely do. Yeah, he do. was a little bit more refined. Not in his, uh, I bet when he was my age, he wasn't. Uh, you're probably right. I, it comes with age. Yep, you'll you'll find that stature at some point. It's coming. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> then we'll yeah. start. Then we'll at that point. Then we'll let you start doing the adult stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those certain those certain situations Casey was talking about right. we might get you involved in some of that. Well, 
I mean, we, I, I, I probably put us in a couple of rough no. situations. No, man. I mean, it, dude, it's always a blast. Here's what, here's what's cool about hanging out with you. I never know what I'm going to get into ever. And I never know what I might have to get us out of. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. It's always good, man. There, I, I've I, never been upset about it. I'm just going to tell you right now, you missed it at Ice House. That whole scenario. Ice House was definitely a good time. That was on a completely different level, even for me. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yet again, not much we can discuss on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's bad. I get it. Uh, Some things yeah, I've, gotta, been at those, I've been at those events. Oh, yeah. Some things you got to keep for yourself as a memory, you know? Uh, yeah. There's lots of, of them right there. Some of my problem is now, especially, is when I go to an event, i got to stay at least remotely professional. Right. <laughs> that's that's the thing I run into. I got to stay kind of professional when I'm at an event. So, well, that's maybe kinda... if, if I come out to Oklahoma, nobody will know who I am, and perfect. I'll have some fun that way. Right. <laughs> no, that's not Joe. That's Mean Bob. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah, we got you covered, man. Yeah. <laughs> found that guy on the side of the road. I don't know what the heck's going on. He's got some cool I shit think. though. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mean Bob. Oh, Mean Bob. Mean Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That shit might stick. That might be a problem. Uh, no. Nah, man, man, the first one, the first one stuck like it. I don't know what. It just, that thing stuck like nobody's business. That was, I was instantaneously mean Joe. Like, it took no time. It was like, boom, it was set, it was done, and then that's what it was from that point on. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm wondering what somebody had to do to provoke you into being this mean Joe. Because, man, I've talked to you a few times. You know, <laughs> you seem like a pretty chill, laid back guy, you know? Yeah, and I think that's how come it stuck. Right. Yeah. Like, mean? What? Yeah. Mean Joe. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. Yeah. Is there a story yeah. where that came from? Oh, yeah. I, think, I actually think I told that story the last time I was on. I can't remember. Yeah. But we can so all, we were, we we were, could use a refresher. Yeah. Yeah. We were at we were in Toledo. And at the time, I was working for SIG and RC Groups. Well, actually, I have to say, I wasn't officially working for RC Groups yet, but I was working at SIG. And we were in the in the uh, booth, and we got done with the booth and put everything away. And we, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Toledo, but they got this little teeny tiny bar that's in the hotel where everybody stays. And it's probably a max capacity of 25, and it usually gets like 100 people in it. So those are the best ones. At the, oh, yeah. We're sitting at the table having our business meeting. And, well, we went straight from the, the event floor to the meeting. And as the meeting goes by, it gets louder and it gets louder and it gets louder. And I have what they call factory ear. I've been working in the factory for almost 30 years. So I'm pretty much I can't hear with background noise. It's it's bad. You know, not to mention blowing stuff up in the service. You know, my hearing is not the best. So as we're having this meeting, my buddy's like, man, that guy at the bar is screaming at you. And it was Matt Gunn from RC Groups. Him and Jim Graham were standing up at the at the table and they were shooting a live video. And I said, I, lo- I had to look irritated because I looked up and I went, what? And he goes, oh, it's me, Joe. Duh. And that was all it took. <laughs> that was all it took. And it, from that day forward. I bet hanging out with Jim Graham's a good time. 
Jim's a good guy, uh, you know, and I miss seeing Jim. Jim is one of those, he is a true professional and he is a good guy. Absolutely. That whole group of guys, him and Jason and Matt, those guys, they're awesome. Yeah, old Jim's yeah, got some so stories, awesome. man. Man, he's been doing it for a long time. That guy's been living in Nashville and living life for a long time. And man, can he play guitar? He is really good. Well, man, if knows you, a lot of people, right? If you live in Nashville, I think that's just a necessity. You have to be able to do that, and you can't be a right. hack either because everybody's a badass out there. Right? Yeah. Jim is good people. I, I miss actually since this whole COVID thing come off, I haven't seen Jim in a few years now. So, but he is, he is good people. He's the, he's the real deal. He's as cool as you think he is. Oh yeah, I'm way. sure. I, I, man, I can't wait to just shake that guy's hand one day. That's Billy Hell. Right? You might get yeah. to you guys come to, yeah, yeah. If you guys come to Joe Nall, he's probably going to be there, my guess. Well, every, so. everything is pointing towards we're going to make that. I think you should. I think we'll have a good time. I, I, I'm I'm seeing like a Bulls USA slash RC scrap pile live show from Joe Nall. Oh gosh, are are you sure you want to be branded with that moniker, sir? Yeah, I am fine with it, dude. <laughs> I am fine with it. I think it's fantastic. So, Joe, I heard you say earlier you were in the service. What'd you do? I was a scout sniper for Third Force Recon in the Marine Corps. So you really are mean, Joe. That's that's like that's badass stature right there. Yeah, it's all good. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take the opportunity to thank you for your service. Absolutely, yeah. and oh, also thank you. And uh, also thank, you. Uh, thank Greg Kenya for his service. Yep. You know, I mean he he's still in the service. So I don't know how he nice. got in, but I appreciate what you do. Well, the bars yeah. are pretty low. These <laughs> have days. you met me? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So what do you what, what service are you in? I'm in the Air Force. Oh, nice. I've been nice. in for a little over seven years now. I'm going to make it 20 years. If not more, if my body can handle it. Cool. I'm trying to get the degree now so I can be a pilot. Nice. Well, you guys don't do anything in the Air Force, so I think you should be able to uh, correct. make it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call it? Sweeping sunshine? Uh, so, it's yeah. funny, Joe, um, I'm the guy that you fucking hated in the service. Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved you guys. Are you kidding me? Uh, well, I, was, I would be your drill sergeant. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what nice. I do. Nice. So, I did that for a minute. That was a lot of fun. Just, uh, I'll tell you what, though, Joe, uh, we're bringing the old school back. Discipline is back, baby, in full force. Good. <laughs> Discipline is getting out there and losing it. <laughs> Oh, it's so you lot. guys being at the Air Force thing, you guys are what? So you're bringing it back. You're like what? Eagle Scouts now? Yeah. I mean, how, what are we talking? About? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go eat your crayons, Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Shit just got hey, real. I, it did. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I'm, I was in a department of the Navy. I was in the men's department. You were in the department of the Navy, correct? Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> Seaman. We were in the men's department. Well, speaking of semen, fucking Larry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh, thought he was going to say Tanner. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. Well, yeah. no, he he is a semen spelled with only an e. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love this but, stuff. I was never in the service or anything, and I damn sure appreciate you guys stepping up and doing what man, you do. But it cracked. Dude, there is no way, knowing you now, if I was to get into the service and you were a drill sergeant, there's no way I could take you serious, dude. I would be scrubbing toilets with toothbrushes because I'd be laughing at your ass I got it. I got a different side to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, we all did. And I can see that because when he showed up for Dad's funeral, you know, oh, yeah, full tilt. Full tilt. Shoes was like perfectly shined, and I mean, he was know, on, he was on point. Yeah, I didn't I didn't exactly know how to approach you at that point. I'm like, <laughs> how you doing, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry, Greg. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes, it. That's no, it. Yep. But no, no, it's just out of respect, you know. Yep. That's perfect, man. It's awesome. You did well, sir. You did well. You know, oh. you know, I met his dad one time, and we man, we talked for like three, four hours, maybe. And uh, I, I remember I uh, I looked down at my phone because my wife was bitching, blowing up my phone. And I looked down at my phone for two seconds, and he was like, oh, well, you ain't fucking listening to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still listening. You know my wife. Yeah, I can see that. I can see those words coming out of his mouth. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Build you up and bust your balls all in one sentence, man. And Greg's, <laughs> Greg's, Greg's probably a lot like I was because they, you know, I hear people tell me all the time, man, I wish I'd known you in the service. I'm like, nah, you didn't want to know that guy. Right. <laughs> That's not the guy you wanted to know. You know, truth be told, you know, we give each other shit, but it's all the same. Marines, Army, Air Force, you still get shit oh, all yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the Marines are the best, and everybody else is just picking up yeah, slack. All, so yeah. it's all good. Well, Joe, that's the first time I heard you fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Got him. Yeah. Have you guys, have you guys so I recently uh, put us on TikTok. Because it's it's the cool thing, right? It's right. And there's there's a guy on there that does military impressions. That guy cracks me up. He does Marine Corps, he does Navy, he does Space Force, and I'm, you're doing yourself a disservice if you haven't watched him yet because he is absolutely hilarious. And he's the same thing. He's doing all the different services, and the Air Force guy is always looking down his nose, and he's all real yeah. tight dressed. Yeah. The, Actually, the so- the Marines eating crayons and yeah. the Navy guys. Yeah. Well, well, you do, in all fairness, but yeah, <laughs> right. Well, well, it's only because they taste good, right? They speak. I gotta bust this out. Sorry, sorry, but I gotta, I gotta bust this one out. So, uh, I seen a video. It was like, Marines, what do you do? We kill. Army, what do you do? We sweep. Air Force, what do you do? Suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, right? he's not wrong, I guess. Yeah. So that so, so you were waiting. watching it. You were watching a documentary. Uh, yeah. no, it was just a little thing on TikTok, and you know, I agreed with it and watched it about ten more times. I'm yeah. sorry about myself. Born documentary, same thing. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this may be a good time to bring up the whole ice house incident. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, I'm. Fuck you guys. I'm proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. All you had it. to do was keep running. If you watch the video closely, you will notice I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I easily ran away. <laughs> I will give you that. I mean, if you would have took off, he couldn't have caught you. But no. even then, I mean, we were wrestling for what, like 15 seconds maybe? I just gave up. Right. Yeah. You did. You cold fished it. No, I just let's see where yeah. it goes. And it went. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like it in my life. You know, I yeah. give Larry the most shit too. And man, he 
I love Larry, man. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> but I don't love his, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his facial treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still feeling the after effects. Right. Hey, at least he pulled his drawers up. <laughs> Man, that's true. It was cold. It could have been way worse. I'm standing over by the fire, hanging out with some people and talking about things. And Clint's coming over. He's like, "Oh, you missed it so bad." And then they show me video. I'm like, "Oh God." You know, yeah. <laughs> the, the best part about it was when I got up and fucking old Pegleg is looking at me with a little grin, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Like, so do you? Do you have a?" Do you have a guy at any of your flying events that you walk up to and go, what's up, peg leg? <laughs> no, I can't say that I do. Yeah. Well, you're missing out then. Yeah. <laughs> not just one. Yeah, not just one. <laughs> yeah, I would. No, I'm probably to... not walking up to Norman calling him peg. I'll walk up to Norman. Uh, no. Yeah, you got to be proper to Norm. Yeah. He's, he's got. I. I I got a little respect for Norm. Absolutely. I like that guy. Yeah. But the tough thing is, you know, you know, when we insult people, it is a compliment. Because if we didn't like you, we wouldn't come out and waste the energy to insult you in the first place. That's right. true. If I stop giving you shit, there's a problem. So we'll see what's up, Norm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Love you, Norm. Yeah, so my my one of my partners in the in the training world is a Navy guy, so we're at each other all the time. So it's all good. Well, all the time. Uh, uh you just have to show up and see some of the after hours antics that we come up with because it's. Uh, oh, I can imagine. Oh, it's it's very childish and. Well, we don't come up with nothing. It just happens. It just happens. It yeah. really does. And that's probably the best part is that all you have to do is put the right people in place. Right. It, and all hell will break loose on its own. Or the wrong people in this case. You put the wrong people no, in No, right. no, no. It's never no. <laughs> Yeah. No, you put the wrong people in a place, you got a fist fight. I mean Yeah. Yeah, that none of that goes on. Everybody is happy. There is never right. any. No, but it's fun to it's fun to watch though. I'm oh yeah. That's well, why see, the wives aren't allowed to come. Right. Uh, that's my role. I sit back and watch. I may instigate from afar. But you, right? you have not instigated. I know who the instigator is, and you're not it. Yeah, you ain't it. Well, no. It seems like the instigator is probably Clint. I'm no, no, no. No, Clint's real easy to talk into about anything. <laughs> you know, come to think of I, and maybe I know I'm who so, the instigator is. Maybe I'm so good at this instigation thing, you don't even know I'm instigating it. No. He's a stealth. He's yeah, <laughs> I, I love you, Don Hockle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know he's exactly a, who the instigator is. Yeah, that guy's the king of. Casey's a ninja, an instigator. Yeah, an instigator. Ninja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, what? Well, <laughs> well, we're here talking about smoke tanks and this, that, and the other, and smoke on the albatross. What are you using for smoke systems? So on the albatross, I've got the small again, or the small again the Sullivan, uh, uh, system on that. And I run the, I run the, uh, uh, smoke oil that I get from Greg. It's the same stuff that blue angels use. Oh. So we just happened to have a handful of, uh, smoke people around here. Oh yeah. You know, who, who have a really cool product and a really good product. We need to get, get you a hold of something you can try out. Yeah. We need to get you a Heck hold. Yeah. Of, we need to get you a hold of some of that. Uh, Heck yeah. You know, 
Man, Eric Kendall up in Montana is the one that's making the uh, nozzles. No, Kurt Sider's got, man, I th- I feel like he's got the market cornered on some uh, smoke pump. Absolutely. And then you team that up with Don Hockle's tanks. It's, it's yep. over. Nice. Uh, right now, the only one I've got smoke running on is the Albatross. So, uh, well, I mean, that's kind of, is there anything else you'd put smoke on? I'd put smoke on anything, man. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I, uh, I mean, we know some people. Yeah, I think, maybe we can make that happen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I tried anything, man. You know me. Well, you figure out what you good. need. What you figure out what you needed on, and tell me what you want, and I'll see what I can do to facilitate that. Right. Well, that would be sweet. Uh, that would be sweet. Uh, I guarantee you, these guys, man, they have. I mean, it's all. It's all top-notch shit. Right. Even if it's got to come out of my stash, I'm in on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get some of this in Balsa USA world. Because, well, I'm pretty sure that Joe's going to smoke it out harder core than I would ever. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. This shit smokes out harder than anything I've ever seen. So It's fairly stellar. I'm not going to say, like, verses or this and that, the other, but it's it's definitely impressive. Right. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Well, no most, question. Most for sure. We'll see what we can get to get some of that shit headed your way. Perfect. I All like right. It. All right, Joe. I know you're an hour ahead of us. Probably about bedtime for you. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, but I, I did want to cover something. We got kind yeah. of uh, talking and I kind of forgot. Oh, so, we're in. Yeah. Let us hear. Yeah, this is the new thing. What I'm, what I'm doing is I'm doing a builder spotlight. So... Uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to reach out to some folks. I'm going to try to do one for every month of the year. And our first month is going to actually be Jay Newler. Uh, you guys have probably seen some of his stuff I've been posting. Definitely. He's a guy that had a 50% champ at uh, Golden Age this year. And he's going to be our first uh, builder spotlight. So what I'm doing is I'm going to do a builder spotlight. I'm going to get the uh, like a short bio with some pictures and some videos that they want to send. And then we're going to do a post on all the socials uh, featuring that specific person. And then whoever gets selected is going to get a uh, Boss USA large build caddy. That's awesome. Those caddies are awesome, by the way. Absolutely. I love love that thing. I've got like three of them in my shop. I use it every day. I could see it. So, yeah, we totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got a, the, especially with the shop, you know, I got everything spread out a little bit more. So I've got them on each end of the shop now. So I can, I got them on everywhere so I can just grab stuff. But yeah. That's what we're going to do is, uh, and it's going to run for the nearest, it's going to be at least every month this year. So, and then after that, if it's popular enough, we'll just keep running it because I know lots of guys that are, are worthy of that tag. Oh yeah, man. So that's that's one thing about you know social media and things like that. You get to see a lot of things that like if that wasn't available to you, you would never see any of that stuff. You would just see the stuff that was at the field and everything like that. And you're really good right. at, at bringing that to us, man. I mean, you you seem to be in the right places at the right time to catch some really cool picks of some really cool stuff. And man, I definitely appreciate that. I know. Well, I, know I appreciate that. I know when uh, oh, mean Joe posts something up, it's something look worthy. Absolutely. Well, that's- <clears throat> I appreciate that. You guys are the only ones looking at it. That's awesome. No, I, I dude, doubt it. I, man, I, I know. <laughs> we better. love it. Yeah, I see. I see all the likes and comments, man. I wish we could get some pull like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, if That's if cute. you uh, 
if you if you have some time, look up Holy Smoke Smoke Pumps. Yep. And Don Hockle designed Fortitude RC fuel tanks. Yeah, hit me up. Let me know what you need, and I'll see what I can do to get it in your hands. All right, perfect. I like it. Sounds good, Joe. Well, man, we really, really appreciate you taking time out and being on the show for the second time. That's cool, man. Yep. You're a two time. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm always uh, happy to come back. You guys are a ball, and I really enjoy being on here. So anytime. We we sure appreciate you, Joe. He's a two timer. Absolutely. Yeah, two timer. I love it. I can't wait for the three Pete. Pete and repeat. Right? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make the three Pete Joe Nall twenty twenty two. Oh dude, that would be epic. I'm just saying. Absolutely. I can, Absolutely. I can see it. I can see it forming. Yeah. <laughs> man, I just hope I just hope everything works out and we all can make it this year. That's that's what I want, man. Me too. Me too, cuz that's how, that's what I want to do is I want to hang out. Yep. For sure. Well, Joe, man, thanks for taking time out and man, we love and appreciate what you do. Keep it up a good work. I appreciate work. you guys. Appreciate Thanks you, you guys too. All right. You guys yeah. are doing a great job. We appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. All right, guys. All Have right, a good night. Good. See you. Yep, see you. We'll be right back. Man. Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out, it. man. Tell it, man. It was this blind man, right? This, this man, check right hey, It was this blind man, right? He was spilling his way down the street with this stick, right? Yeah. Hey, he walked past this fish market. You know what I'm saying? Fish market. He stopped. He took a deep breath. He said, Woo! Good morning, ladies. <laughs> this welcome back is brought to you by Fortitude RC. That's F-O-U-R-T-I-T-U-D-E-R-C.com. You just go to welcome back for 10% off your purchase. Hey, everybody just ride around the bike. I tell you all these motherfucking hey, jokes hey, I got. Hey, hey, this is the first I'm going to start off like this. Hey, help me sing it, homeboy. Come on. Say code 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dark. Smoke that tumbleweed. Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pot. Yeah, I guess we got outvoted on the uh, welcome back. There, so. It will it will stay. So here's my question, though. Who modified the post? I, man, I have no idea. I know everybody thinks it's me. Brother, I promise you, it was not me. Fucking Larry. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> we we have lots of admin and moderators, so it's very hard to tell. Nah, he's exactly he's the guy who's gonna who's gonna modify something for his win. You think? Absolutely, every time. Yeah, you're probably right. I know I'm right. Yeah, he said <laughs> I know I'm right. It's all right, Larry. Yeah. It's no, right. it's not all right. Everybody was voting against him, and he was like, "No, nah, fuck that. I'm just gonna take it out." Right. Well, <laughs> we'll get him back. Why would he do that? We'll get him back. Well, you act like we could actually contain your welcome back. We we all know we can't. Why would you try? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously it, you obviously you and Larry have a problem with it. Well, no, the biggest <laughs> the biggest difference is we have to endure this every week. Which I mean, I guess the listeners do too. But they also have the option of fast forwarding. You know, maybe turning the volume down. <laughs> you know, maybe you know what I'm saying. We don't have that opportunity. We we're stuck with it. We're fucked. You got headphones on. I know. That's what I'm saying. You'll be fine. Maybe. I think it's louder that way. <laughs> if I didn't have to monitor all this junk, I would take them off till we were past that. I won't lie to you. But I really, I'm sitting right next to you. I don't know if it's loud. I, dude. It might be louder in person than I with mean, headphones on. That's it. Eef. If I have a problem with hearing, dude, I'm filing a lawsuit. I'm just letting you know right now. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you would. I would dance your joke about it, though. Man, what lawsuit have I ever filed? None. Zero. What lawsuit haven't you filed? None. Well, maybe. Man, I'm I'm at a middle ground. I'm Switzerland on the lawsuits. Negative. What? Potentially. What? Hey, Mom. Maybe. I love you, but can you quit tapping on the table? <laughs> we can hey. actually we can actually hear that really well. I wish you had some headphones. You would hear it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear what, this tap. What's tap, funny is the audio tap. Nazi myself didn't even notice it. Clint's the one that noticed it. I didn't I didn't even notice it till you said something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sons do. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, you move my don't move my shit. Just leave my shit alone. It's all, all you have to remember is this is Dad's tavern. You didn't come up here and fuck with his shit. Don't come up here and mess with mine. That's hard. Perfect. That's hardcore, Quint. Perfect. Ah, ah, ah. Perfect. Hey, we love and appreciate you. Yeah, you I, I appreciate everything you do. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> Man. We appreciate your efforts. Thank you. Right. Hey, so let me show you an example <laughs> of my complaint. Uh, All that was in this cup was zip ties yesterday. Right. What do you see in there? Oh, well, you got a menagerie of some T-pins, some 3D printed stuff. Uh, well, it's more than zip ties. I'll just tell you that. Right. Why yeah, do, absolutely. Why do you have a measuring cup full of zip ties? Let's 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 go on that for a minute. Because I mean, are, are you contain, measuring them? No, I mean, it contains the zip ties. I it's mean, a, it has a handle and everything. You definitely have close to two cups of zip ties. But don't yeah, don't don't mess with them. <laughs> Just leave them be. Don't put shit in the right. cup. Leave it be. It's organized chaos. He knows what's going on, and if you move something, it jacks everything up. I know what he's saying. Right. Perfect. Man. I don't t I don't take that same stand. I appreciate you. Thank you. I would really like uh, for you all to maybe take a stand on uh, Uh-oh. Maybe picking up around here a little bit. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Damn it, Clint. You need to get your ass busy. <laughs> what I this floor hadn't been swept in 3 years. Yeah, <laughs> I now hold on. I've just had control of this for two months, so you're gonna you're gonna give me a ration of shit over two months. Shake your head, yes. It'll be okay. <laughs> She's shaking her head, yes. We're good. <laughs> Man, I mean, judging by our intro music to the second half here, can't we all just hit a bong? I can't. Yeah, <laughs> me I, either. I got. Yeah. I literally have nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you make Greg Kenya speechless, you have done something. Maybe. Nothing. Not. Right. Nothing. <laughs> Man, we're damn sure glad you came up tonight, dude. It, it was good to see you. Of course. Glad to have you on the show. Brothers. Brothers. Where did they find you? Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a way to ask the question. Well, he was holding a sign on the side of the road that was very subjective. You know, we picked the, him now, up. if you found me on the side of the road, that'd be an upgrade. <laughs> where you actually found me. Actually, where did you guys find me? Actually, I know you guys found me at Duncan 2020. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was wearing Miami Dolphins. My, my, dude. And combat boots with combat my boot, black yep. socks, and I was fucking up that cub. Yep. Yeah. And, and dude. And, and, uh, oh, yeah. I remember very well because me and Clint were looking at you like, who the fuck is this guy? What <laughs> is he you know doing? What the best thing was, yeah. <laughs> I remember. So, so uh, when I first got out there, uh, I started flying with Bill, Matt, Mark, and it's only been about two months at this point. You're like, hey, Greg, come out to this event, Duncan. I'm like, all right, fuck. So I come out there in my Nissan Altima, loaded up with a fucking 50 cc edge, fucking or no, Matt, but I was loaded up with a Cub, fucking. Bunch of airplanes in a little car. And I get there at, like, fucking 10 o'clock. I think you guys were there Friday or Saturday or Friday, Thursday. And I was like, hey, Friday. Bill. I was like, hey, Bill, who are these guys parked next to us? Like, because I see this fucking dude rolling out a big-ass green D7. I see some skinny-ass dude and then, you know, Larry fucking. Right, yeah. Butterbean himself. <laughs> And then I'm like, yo, are these guys cool? And he was like, I don't know. Let, let's go see. So Bill goes up to you guys, and he's like, hey, are you guys, he said, are you guys assholes, or do you guys not know, you know, whatever. Normal Bill. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And uh, Clint is like, well, I, I think, I, I guess we're pretty cool. I mean, and then you got Will out here like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time I see Will, he was smashing some dude's fucking RV8 at night. Done. I mean, completely done. And I'm right. like, you know what? At this point, I had no clue who these guys are. That was a great experience. I remember that very well. Very well. That night, Will and Bill stole the show. Yeah. Bill, Bill fucking crashed, and Bill fucking went off with it. He oh, yeah. Tons of shit to say. Oh, yeah. And then Will, the entire night, you know... The first night I met him was the only time I seen him locked up for an entire night. And man, that was I was honestly about the same time we started this shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was like I think we had one or two episodes out when we went to that event. <laughs> yeah, I remember you yeah. That, that, I think that's actually when a scrap pile first right. kicked off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Become- yeah, that was like that was the first event we ever went to as the scrap pile. And, and we, you were noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah clearly. <laughs> and at the, I think that the thing was, the, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why y'all got noticed was, shit, the same reason I think anybody noticed you guys. You got fucking Clint out here. Oh, you know, yeah. Being Clint. You got Casey out here being Casey. And then you got Larry and Will. The, the most un... Like, you would never think these fucking guys would be best of friends, get together. <laughs> <laughs> It is an odd bunch. I will say that, man. And, and shit, me and Will are kind of the same person. We connected immediately. Right. <laughs> we we kind of try to cover all demographics on this. Oh, maybe. We're we're all loosely twisted on the ends, though. Well, and part of the fun of it is we all have a little different stance in what we do. I mean, we got corporate Casey, you know, which I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> 
because Casey. Well, it was Hobo Casey a week ago, just to put that in perspective. It still is, but corporate Casey's uh, corporate Casey's better because man, you're you're more the dude. You're always businessing. <laughs> I, I can't mean, help it, the man. The funniest part about this, yeah. is, but he's not really. I mean, I'm not really. It, no. The funny thing is, is that Clint is so out there, Casey is so out there. But when you bring them all together, it's like, oh, you think Casey is so great, but he's right there with. Yeah, him. it's only because <laughs> it's it's only because of what I'm standing next to, right? You know, <laughs> not even that. Like, if if you go up to Casey, and you're like, hey, what do you think? What do you thinks? What's your opinion on this? And he's like, man. This is fucking awesome. Yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> He's the voice of reason, but not really. I mean, right. Again, when Casey says he's a voice of reason, something's fucked up. Yeah, if yeah. If I'm having to talk you down from something, we should probably halt and desist. It is not time for that. Maybe later, you know. And for those of you out there, we are talking RC right now, for sure. <sighs> It it really is funny the the different people that we all connect with, you know. Uh, oh man, it's like it's hard to explain. It's like they're it po- is we're all polar opposites, but at the same time, we're not. Right? It, it, yeah. Can't, <laughs> yeah, you just can't. It's man. It, it's hard to put into words. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> These assholes, man, they're like, <laughs> you experience Clint, which, yeah, you do experience me. I'm fully aware of that. That's not a lie. No. But at the end of the day, man, you experience all of us. Like, if the three of us are together. <laughs> well, here, yeah. And, you know, just to expound on that just a little bit. So, you all have that one friend that if you bring around your other friends, you feel like you need to explain a little bit about this friend, right? And if you don't have to do that, then that is you, you know? So it's one of those deals. When I, Man, when I bring Clint into a different social situation, I, I'm, I definitely like, hey, look, this guy is good as gold, one of my best friends, man. He would do anything for you, but be ready. He's going to say something that's going to offend you. <laughs> it, it's going to happen. But you, you gotta, can't take it. You can't stop. Right. You got to downplay it. You know, you got you to take it easy because this is a good cat. I'm just letting you know right now. And it takes, man, he's one of those dudes that you got to meet him one or two, maybe three times before you kind of start to get Clint. And then it's awesome. Then Clint's like one of your best buddies. It's But that first time you're like, what the fuck is this dude about? You know? But Larry's the same way. Oh yeah, in his own right, you're the same way. I mean, and, and that's how am I the same way? No, that's you're the, a fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm definitely a dick. And that's the point. <laughs> Everybody is polar opposites. However, it's like there's all there's a connection, right? And it's a fucked up connection, but well, I wouldn't say we're all. But, but then you also got Will, right? And Will is nothing like any of you or any of us. Right. But he's a great pilot. And at the same time, he's got his own fucking personality. Right. Well, that guy is... You got fucking Clay. He's got his own personality. Right. You got fucking Kirk. You got... I mean, you got me too. Yep. We're all different, but the same. You can't put it into words. Right. And man, I just wish that all of you could have buddies like what I've got. 
I mean, really, because dude, it's awesome. You go to Absolutely. you go to these events, or we hang out on weekends, or whatever. It is. I mean, this has been a staple on Friday nights generally for going on almost two years now. Right, dude. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this to go do on a Friday night. This is a sole reason why I'm right. <laughs> it's it's just awesome, man. I gotta travel two hours for this fucking trip. right. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it's fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah. every time. <laughs> not not even not for this deal. Right. Well, man, this is I, fucking I, hanging out. Everybody needs an outlet, whether it's going to the flying field and getting a few flights in, hanging out with your buddies, or maybe it's doing a podcast like what we do, or. You know, whatever. Or in the case it, of my wife, crack. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. But, man, everybody needs that outlet. And, and yeah. I, man, I just hope you guys have that like we do. Because it's good, man. It's, dude, I mean, during the during the break, we talked about about 18 different topics that were all like world changing ideas. I, like, they literally were. And it's nothing we could talk about on air. But, it's one of those deals that, man, you got to have that, I don't know, that socialism, you know, with your buddies hanging out and everything like that to get out some of the stuff that, that you're working through during the week or maybe you're dealing with something. It's just that, that little bit of time that you get to where you can absolutely 100% be yourself. You're but, not, you don't have your work face on or you don't have your, your family face on or whatever. But this is also one of the staples of this podcast. This is... The conversation when you put the airplanes away yep. and you're having a cold drink in the evening after flying, you know, you show up at the flying field one o'clock and it's nine o'clock on a summer evening, you know, the sun's down, you can't fly, you're having a cold beer with your buddies and you're just having a conversation. Right. That's one of the staples that we've always done. And man, to, to get serious for a second, but not real serious because I don't do that, but Man, life's tough, man. You deal with challenges and and things that are going on in your life, whether it's relationship stuff, work stuff, whatever it is that's a challenge in your life, man. You need that time to set back and kind of reset yourself, kind of think about things, put things into perspective, you know, and and I, I hate sounding like this. I love what we do, but it's one of those things, man. We need that outlet. We need that time to sit back and, Maybe think about some other stuff than the world or or relationships or what's going on in your life. You need that time to, to kind of regroup and reset yourself. And hopefully, man, we can help you guys do that. And if we can't, you, you need to find some guys that can. Case in point. Exactly. Yep. Well, and, and that's the other point of it, man. I, one of the cool things about what we've done here is we have had so many personal conversations you know with people about life and about you know death and relationships and work and we all have a struggle and uh you know we generally don't talk about it on air you know right is we're here for a different reason because this is what we do we right. have fun we love our podcast but at the end of the day if anybody needs anybody to talk to i guarantee i'm the first person Yo, oh, oh yeah, yo, Greg and I, we we, yo, we've had many conversations. Yo, ten o'clock at night, both of us halfway into a mix or whatever. You know, he lives in Wichita Falls. Yo, a phone call, a video call, whatever. You know, just a just a bullshit session, right? 
to do what we're doing, whether it talk about airplanes, whether we're pissed off at our wife, whether we're pissed off at work, you know, I mean, it just is what it Usually is. Usually all live, man. Right. <laughs> you I know, mean, straight up, I'll tell you right now, man, Clint, you know this. I probably talked to probably seven or eight people today. Right. Just off a of messenger, you know. Dude, hit me up if you need to talk about something. Or you just want to get something. Dude, you just want to bullshit, man. Whatever you want. Feel free to, I would say, open call. Feel free to hit any one of us up. If we're busy, we might not be able to get to you right that second, but we will We will call you. Right. We, you know? And just so you know, I will Casey, make time for you. I'd call you and Larry, too, but I know you guys work. Right. A lot. No, a lot. Like, well, getting what ready. are you saying? I don't fucking work? No. Yeah. Well, well, Larry, definitely not. But Right. <laughs> Yeah, he is a federal employee. <laughs> yeah. Does federal and government the same thing? But no, I know you're working a lot, like six like six days a week. Well, it's you know? it's going to be that bad. It hasn't been that bad. It's fixing to be. You know, but whenever it takes a couple hours for somebody to message back, you know right. that it, they're busy, you know. so. But I will hit you back. I won't forget about you. No, I know. And, and, and I if, might, and if but, you, but, but right. the thing is, when, when somebody generally, well, I don't want to say that, but when somebody needs somebody to talk to or just to BS with, you know, it's got to be. It might be. It might know. need to be right now. So, yeah. I, I've done that with you a few times. Oh, yeah, man. We've we've definitely had some good meaningful more conversations. More often than not, it's either Clint or Matt. Right. For me personally. Yeah, Matt. Matt's, I'm just trying to respect y'all's boundaries. Right. That's what that is. Well, but, I mean, you can do that too, but. If if you need me during the day, the best shot is Facebook message, or message or you know text me if you have my phone number or whatever. You know that's generally the easiest way to get a hold of me while I'm at work. And so you, you know, got time during the day, is what you're saying? No, but I'll make time to like share the and podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was an opening. I had to take it. I'm just kidding, dude. I love you, bro. For me, the shittiest uh, dude, part. Hey, just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clint. I knew that was going to hit. I took the opportunity. My bad. It'd be all right. Yep. Well, maybe. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Old grumpy cat himself. What a dick. We ain't talked about that in a while. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, you kept handing me beers. Like, I'll drink another one. Yeah, here's what you get. You know, for some I reason, love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just had an old memory pop in. You know... Grumpy cat frog ass. Yep. I, I don't know why. Ribbit. Here, hang on, Clint. I got you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Nobody, nobody on either show has got a button except for this motherfucker. Right. Except for Don Hockle. But well, that's he, way well, more important. Yeah, than he, he's totally you earned know, it. He, Don Hockle needs another sound. I know. We're going to have to work on that. And that sound needs to be... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. The new Don Huckle sounds... (laughs) I can't get it right. Yeah. (laughs) We love you, Jason. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. We just went there... Jason, uh, I know you're going to be listening to this, and uh, you're listening to it now. Probably. Next time we see you, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are fucked, 
JD. <laughs> I'm not talking of, you know, this is Greg Kenya. I'm not talking sexually. I mean, you're literally fucked. <laughs> oh, maybe sexual. I don't know. You need to talk uh, into that mic a little better, dude. Maybe. You're slacking. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What are we holding on for? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Here. Yeah, does that make it easier? Is <laughs> it magnetic? Oh, the lighter. Oh, the lighter. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. My poor uh, mother. Yeah. Uh, forgive me, Lord. Mama, Mama Tro just lost her mind. Oh, it's all. Shit. It's all your what fault. It's all your fault, Wayne Wagner. <laughs> if you know, you know. Holy. Wayne, I am disappointed that I did not get one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what this is in the Air Force? This is fucking currency. This is currency. Like, you know what I could trade for this? You guys may think I'm fucked up, but I want to lick this. Yeah. But it's... An, that's so wrong, dude. I quit. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Anyway. So. Yeah. How do How do I edit that? Hopefully, well, man, hopefully nobody knows what we're talking about. Oh, they do. Oh, jeez. Wayne, I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. We all do. In more ways than you can imagine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, let me fill that up for you. Right. Here. In my defense. Hey. It's still at, eh, it might be a three. Hey. Though. Right. It's Here's definitely the problem. Three. You see the hole? Oh. Oh, gosh. gosh. dude. This is definitely a tee-hee moment. It's filled up now. Ha-ha. <laughs> This is all bad. <laughs> now, dude, literally this, dude, this could get somebody rich, maybe. Dude, no, no more two-hour breaks during the show. This, this is all bad. Eef. From an hey. outside guy looking in, this is innovative, dude. Like seriously, I mean, give it me really the is. dude. Give you me. can hear it vibrating. Yeah, in the it, microphone. It yeah. <laughs> Give me the dick back. Yeah. How many of those do you got? That's the that only one. Damn. Hit Wayne Wagner up. Yeah, yeah. hit Wayne yeah. Wagner up. He'll send you one. He'll send you an Amazon link, I'm sure. Wayne, out of all people, please me, please. Please. Be careful what you ask for. I guarantee you. It... I, 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 I Don't guarantee nothing. No, just stop right there. Stop. Don't do it. You won't the, do us a favor, right? I don't want to limit you on this, but let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, limit yeah. you on this. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. That, yeah. No, it's, uh, no, it's uh, nothing yeah, like no, you it, think. Uh, I'm telling you right now, that thing in the military would go absolutely bonkers. What? Guaranteed. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> hey, you can't. If you know, you know. All right, let's get this back on track somehow. Yeah. So, uh, is that for a cub? No. What is it for? Stearman. All right. Third scale. Same, same, but different. Where's the fuse? Built? In the corner, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. We got to the front section of it. 
I need to get the front section done. Wings are all built. Fuse so, is all built. What's the uh, what's the former ring for? Is that for former ring? Is that what that is? What do you? Yeah, it's got six circles. Ornament. Oh, I have no idea. You'd have to ask Will. <laughs> so what are you working on right now, man? What's what's on Greg's bench? Hey, hold uh, on. Before we get to that. All right. Uh-oh. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. What? All right. Oh. I got to go to the refrigerator. Oh, okay. Ah. No, I don't need one. So the two things on my bench is two cubs. We got a, you know, the one that was crowdfunded for Mice House. For those that know, you know, but that cub that y'all crowdfunded, nobody fucking seen it. Um. I had radio interference, and that shit went straight into the ground. Nobody fucking seen that shit. I knocked out the firewall, knocked out the gear, fucked up the wing a little bit. Uh, That plane got kind of sent by accident. So that's on the table. That's getting worked on. Just worked on to a point to where it could be hand-launched, maybe, and sent. That's it. And then the other one on the table is the quarter-scale cub. I'm trying not to fuck it up immediately anyway. Right. Because it was built by Rod Elliott. So out of respect for you, Rod, I am not going to fuck that airplane up at the first event. Not first flight, first event. Right. <laughs> but you're still going to send it and fly it proper. It's getting sent that first event. but I'm What do you mean? Well, okay, so we, I think we need to go into a definition of what is sent. Right. Smashed. Why no, would you smash don't it? Smash no, no, it. no. I s- all right. Wait, hold on. Made him all fucked up. I'm not gonna smash right the cub the first event. Refrain from smashing that one. The second and third event, I'm not gonna try and smash it, but that's when it's gonna get fully sent. And if it crashes, it crashes. You know, if it's good enough, I'll repair it. Whatever. No, no. But, what is your definition of sent? I got I got new maneuvers in the works for the cub this year. Um, New maneuvers. Inverted flat spin is one. It'll do it. Um, another one is a rolling circle close to the ground. I'm still trying to do this ribbon cut. So, but that's not, none of that is going to be at the what? first event. The first event at Skinner's is going to be straight wingtip touch and goes. You know, if I'm paying attention, it's good. It's not going to get smashed. I'm not trying to smash nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to smash anything, but well, it when sounds I, like when the I, second session you might be trying to be on the edge of that. I'm going to be on the edge, but that doesn't mean I want to smash it. I would. I'm going to highly the only thing suggest saying, you refrain. The only thing I'm saying is that when I'm on the edge like that, there's a potential it could be smashed. Right, and that's not by my. I mean, it's by my doing, but not you're, by my. You're going to fly the airplane to I'm its going, potential. Yes, I'm totally okay with that, but. I want you to err on the side of caution a little bit. I will maybe be a not, little bit. Maybe not take the reason, risk with that. The only reason why I'm erring on the side of caution, the only reason is because Rod Elliott, you know, that's his airplane. That's now, you do know reason. that Rod Elliott is building a third-scale version of that same exact airplane because he missed that one so much. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't, know, the, I don't know if that the, helps you make a decision. With the Sado 90 radial. Yep. He's already run it, runs perfect. Sado 
when is to far as to make all the modifications to make that engine run right from the factory nowadays. So something to keep in perspective on that. All right. Yeah, don't fuck that one up. I'm not saying don't fly it. I'm not saying don't send I, it. But I never like, actively try and fuck anything. Well, I know you don't. But, you know, I'm going to fly the airplane, and if you don't like it, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like that third skill in there. That airplane has a whole lot of history uh, from the builder to the previous owner to myself. Now, I don't know if you saw my Facebook today from four years ago. The original owner had that airplane four years ago. And that's when I remember seeing it fly first. Right. Yep. So, you know, it, it's kind of one of those deals when I saw that memory today, and I took a picture of that airplane four years ago, and I thought, huh. You know, and it popped up on Facebook memories today. I thought, that's, there, pretty, that's man, pretty fucking cool that I have that airplane now. That was, man, that picture captured really a lot of history with us. Right. I mean, like full circle kind of yeah. history with us. That was really cool. Well, and that's, you know, I, I kind of go back to the podcast that we did at Baxter that night. Yep. You know, when you start full circling history involved in what we do, you know, man, we had so many of these nights, uh, just like tonight, you know, when we just sit around and talk about history. Right. Well, man, like... You know, and, and Lance isn't here anymore to talk about it with us, you know, right. and we never got him on the show, but he was always a little part of it, you oh, know? Dude, it, man, I mean, he was more than a little part of it, really. Well, it, at the flying field, he was a big part of a huge it. Huge part, man. Yeah. But on the show, he wasn't, because right. nobody knows him, you know? <laughs> But we know him, and that was a piece of the history because I remember that cat flying over here. When I say over here, you know, we were at Norman that day, and he right. was flying over here, and he's just flying. He yeah. always had his own style of flying. Yep. And man, also, Lance. yeah, and also looking at that picture, man, oh, Steve was over in the corner. Steve was out there with us. Caldwell? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, man, I mean, that's one of those guys I don't get to see at the field very much anymore. Right. And, dude, that's one of those dudes I could hang out with. I love that guy. All day. Yeah. Absolutely. We need to get him freed up in life a little bit to come hang out again. I, and, you know, he's one of those guys he actually he actually does listen to the show. Oh, yeah. In the backside. Yep. You know, he's not necessarily active on the on the Facebook group or anything like that. Well, man, he's a business owner. He's yeah, yeah, he's got shit he's doing. Yep. But uh, I know he listened, uh, when we were talking about that radio master, he's like, dude, I got a radio master. You want to buy it? And I was like, ah, I'm a little tight right now. I better not do that, no, you know. Yeah. But Well, man, he hit me up earlier. He goes, man, these Don Hockle chargers, will they do 12S? And I'm like, well, I mean, absolutely. 6S packs, too. Yeah, absolutely, you know. He's like, dude, I think I need to get one of those. Like, let me know. I, I got you a little 10% off coupon. Right. You know? I, I'm going to tell you right now that it has shortened the chart. So we have one at the Thunder Arena. Yep. And uh, it makes it quick. It's four. Uh, so I think we have the third or fourth one. I don't know the exact number. I know Mo has one. I know Norm has one with the four P10s in it. Yep. So I don't know if we have the third one or the fourth one that he built but i'm gonna tell you right now it has cut charging time probably in half at, uh, more at, than in more half. than half yep because <clears throat> man yeah. what, what were you using before it was uh it was an older high tech that would charge yeah like we four amps not even channel. that not even by that. the by the time you put 
four right four S packs on it, it wouldn't do right. It wouldn't two and a half amps and a half per unit. Piece. Yeah. Yep. And we're hammering these at ten amps. You know, yep. I mean, four of them at a time, ten amps, no problem. Right. It's a hell of a product, man. Oh, absolutely, it is. And I'll have one eventually. No, oh, maybe yeah. not right now, but yeah, absolutely, I'll have one at one point. Oh, if I had to build my own setup, that's the one I would have. Man, I, I like I, my. I, I like, lucked into mine. Right. The only reason I got it. I like my eye charger. Yep. This fucking dog. No, all the time, man. That's all she does. Well, as soon as Greg gets back up the stairs, they'll shut up. Right. Barking dogs. 80-pound ones at that. Oh, yeah. Well, a 60 and an 80. Here, so check this out. I don't know how to fix it. But, man, I mean, really, pretty badass. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those deals. It, it's pretty cool to have, like, the third or fourth one ever built. Right. You know? I think it's a third. I think those two guys have one and we have one. Yep. So, and it works great. And, man, I remember the old Thunder days when you had to get there at three o'clock in the afternoon to get everything charged up for the night because it would take that long now it's right you can go on the fly i i promise you it has it has uh gained us some uh extra walking around time yeah and that's one of those deals that that deal it's fun to walk around you know oh, yeah well you're kind of in the tunnel you get to kind of hang out in places where people don't get to hang out that, right it's definitely kind of cool man well, and even even going upstairs and walking around with the people and just people watching, yep. you know. Oof. Yeah, you definitely have a bird's eye view of the situation. That's awful. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's not awful. That's better than that KD stuff that you usually rocking. Oh, we hadn't talked about what this is. Dude, that's drinkable straight. Your shit's not. It is. So, Greg, he showed up here a couple months ago, and he... He brought me a little bottle of military special. Yep. I thought, man, that's pretty good. So we we were kind of working out the plans of him coming out, coming up tonight, coming out. You coming out, Greg? Maybe. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? What do you we, mean by that? We were kind of working out the plans of him coming up this weekend. He said, I'll grab a bottle of military special. I said, yep. ooh, boy, I'm in. Speaking of coming out, old T.R. Miller posting picks up parties and stuff what the hell's up with that man everybody knows i like blue lasers <laughs> dude that guy <laughs> Jeez. get it right tr it's blue lasers not pink ones bro well it's kind of <laughs> fitting what the fuck is that uh <laughs> what are you scared all of a sudden we've been here all night dolphins mask that's a point. Hey, Jason Hill, um, I know you're going to be listening. I definitely respect you. Great builder, smart man, but you're a Cowboys fan. <clears throat> In other words, you're garbage. Garbage. I'm just fucking Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't give you shit, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you're a Cowboys fan. I just wanted to fucking give you shit anyway. Which is perfectly fine. Well, if he's not, he's a fair weather fan. He sticks to it. Either way, he was a crew chief. And, uh, 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 Jason. Well, man, talking about Jason Hill, today he hit 20 years 
as an A&P mechanic. And he so, still doesn't know how to work on an airplane because yeah, he's a crew chief. Yeah. <laughs> so he, here's my deal. If you can, uh, so Jason and I are approximately the same age. We we're both born in '81. So when that guy was 20 years old, because he's 40 now, he had the mindset enough to go to school to become an A.M.P. Yeah. Yo, know, and has made a excellent living. I guarantee you that guy has got to travel and see some places that you and I wish we could see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, maybe not you, but Casey and I anyways. Yeah. You know, uh, what a life. I'd say Jason's probably got more experience than me. <clears throat> Definitely so, traveling around, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm certain and, he's got a lot of times that he's got on his head that he would never divulge. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anybody. I don't I'm know. I'm just going to keep that one on the back. Bro. Yeah, we've heard some sideshow stuff. It's all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best part for me was when uh, we stopped at RAF Fairford, and we got thrown out of a pub. Uh, no good. No good. <laughs> this guy, he's he's getting to that edge. Oh, yeah. Greg's hitting the exponential curve before Clint is. Well, I'm kind of surprised by all this. Nah, not, not to lie to if you. you. If you want to, if you want to see me hit the exponential, yeah, <laughs> I've seen you, it. You might cut it. Nah, I've seen well, it. Maybe it wasn't on one of these shows. We got thrown out of a fucking bar. Right. To make a long story short, you know, British <laughs> people they got fucked up teeth and like, hey, you lie me, fuck, fuck yeah. you, yeah. You know. <laughs> One thing leads to the other, and you throw them out of the bar because British people are by, you know, stature, small people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they think they can take on America. No, no, like, no shit. Like, Jason will probably tell you this if he's been to England. Like, they think, you know, they're small people. And when they see an American, especially, right. you know, they know that you're a soldier or whatever. We're going to go ahead and apologize to our English listeners. No, no. Yeah. You know, they lost in 1812, 1776. They'll be all right. <laughs> That's awful, man. That's awful. But it's true. You know, yeah, I mean, sometimes truth is better than reality. Oh, yeah. What? Well, same thing. Facts are facts. Uh, I forgot what I was going with this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I hit my ex-potential. Yeah. I guess I hit my ex-potential. <laughs> Clint's over here on his phone. Maybe. Oh, are, I we, was just are seeing, we not entertaining enough for you? No, I was just seeing if there was anything good on the scrap pile, and there's not. Right. Or, it's pretty tame tonight. So far. I mean, for, for it, s- it's only 11. Right. <laughs> Is it really 11? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. gosh, man. i got to get up tomorrow. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'll make it. For some reason, that reminded me of when Corey Mathern... He bought that slick off me. Eef. And what a deal. And five minutes later proceeded to fuck it up. Put it straight in. I mean. Done. <laughs> done. There was nothing left. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. That that was top five last year. That was fucked up. I don't know that. I, I Dude, that's in like top three. He literally oh. owned it for 15 minutes. What I'm 
trying to think of what crashes I've seen last year. He did that Mostly with one mine. of my planes as well. You did it to Justin's. Yeah, I kind of wasted one of Justin's planes. That was pretty spectacular. Nope. The canopy flew off. Remember he was flying Justin's deal? Yeah. Little electric <laughs> slick. Canopy flew he, he off. fixed and that. Went straight in. Yep. Yeah. He, man, he fixed that. Well, dude, it lost power. I mean, there wasn't anything I could do. Did the battery fly out? I don't. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was like I had nothing. Whatever happened, you fucked up another. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally piled. One hundred percent, dude. I was at the controls and it happened. I will take the hit. I piled it. So he you, fixed that, and we were out at the field last weekend. He goes, "You want to fly this?" I'm like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. I'm good. <laughs> It'll be there Sunday. Don't you yeah. worry. <laughs> oh, man. I thought he was going to show up tonight, but he didn't. Good old Justin. I like that cat. Absolutely. So, you bought that edge off of Corey, right? Yep. Did you put that blue trim on it or whatever? I did. That shit looks sharp, dude. It's okay. It's growing on me. I have. Here's the important question right here. Are you ready? Yeah, it doesn't. Have you bolted the motor back on it yet? No, nope. it's closed though. But you rebuilt it, or yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Motor's rebuilt. I just need to. That's some what bitch's. What the fuck? It's four bolts and a couple screws. Yeah, it's it's really nothing. That some bitch is ready to rock. I mean, I have no excuse other than I've been slacking. Will it be out there Sunday? No. I. Well, hold. If it was put together tomorrow, would it? Maybe. Do I need to come get it? Well, no. I mean, it's Dude, it's, it's only not... four fucking bolts and a fucking linkage rod. Right. And yeah, a it's fuel really line. it's really not much of anything. And four screws for the cow, maybe. Nah, it's split cow. It's a few more than four. Perfect. So, but no, it's it. it's not far away. It's definitely we, something I can. We handle have in one an hour project for tomorrow. We got to put the window back in the cub. I got some other junk going on. I don't know if I'm gonna, <clears throat> if I show up Sunday, it's just to spectate. No. Nah. Show up at the house, grab it. <clears throat> oh, I mean, you guys can. I mean, I trust you guys work on my crap. But not? I'm not gonna be there. We got three airplanes to get ready then. Well, we gotta work through the Stuka tomorrow too. I can hold off on mine. You guys get your stuff ready. It'll be all right. I want to see you fly a big airplane. I know. I want to fly a big airplane. One that's yours, though. Yeah, absolutely. I've flown it once, and it was it was great. I loved it. Every second of it. We went to fly it again. It was no, nah, It was not nah, good. It was all bad. But it should be all good now, hopefully. It's going to be a... Man, I really want to make it out Sunday, but... With stuff that I got going on, I don't think it's going to happen. It'll happen. Uh, dude, I will definitely show up, but I don't think I'm going to have time to get anything ready or anything. Uh, what about that tricopter? How'd that go? So. Sketchy. Oh, it's, man. So it wasn't as sketchy as I thought it was going to be. The son of a bitch just worked. <laughs> now, it definitely needed some tuning. And by the time I got the tuning dialed in, I, I ran a battery kind of low and landed a little harder than I should have, and it stripped out some of the standoffs that hold the tail boom on. But that's add some standoffs. That's ready to go. And I think it's I think it's in good shape. Do you have the standoffs? Absolutely. Oh, so you can just make that happen? Yeah, that, that would be easy to get going. So you're going to bring that to fly Sunday? <laughs> Maybe. No. 
Okay. Oh, maybe. Then, yeah, if you're putting me on the spot, then yes, I will bring that to Fly Sunday. Perfect. And maybe I can get a pull on the Cub. Absolutely. Yep. If it works right. Yeah, I'll let you test that out first. I don't want <laughs> to be on the side of that. Are you only bringing out the Cub? No, no. I've got this little glow driver charging right here. It's been on a charger for couple days now it's been on a charger for two weeks dude every time i come over here that son bitch is on a it it ought to be good it lit the glow plug up we pulled it out right so uh i gotta go mix up some gas dude that's that little balsa usa trainer uh uh-huh. that's gonna be a blast maybe no it's going to it as long as it goes somewhat straight we'll be all right I, man i got faith in you uh I'm glad you do yeah well, man, here's the deal. Jason Hill is a hell of a builder, but he just made a square box fly and flies super well. Right. I, th- I think you got a trainer under your belt. I think you're fine. Probably. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. i got to go mix up some gas Sunday before we go. Yeah, that takes a little bit different mix. Huh? Oh, yeah. 20 to 1. So if that cub works right, can I get a pull on it? Yeah. You're saying that. Yeah. All right. It's fun to fly. It just has its issues right now. And if I can get yeah. past the issues, we'll be good to go. Yeah. And I think I cured the issues. So we'll see. So do you see this as an issue? Oh, wait. All my shit's moved around. <laughs> <laughs> well, full circle. That's your son. <laughs> Well, basically, I'll explain this because this is audio and not video and nobody can see anything. So the ignitions on this cub, one of them was a little scored up a little bit. So we think that maybe it was emitting some stuff that was jacking with the receiver. Quite possibly. Yeah. Had that happen. Found it. Got a little rub through going on there. And, man, surely it wasn't any of this heat shrink junk going on on the backside. So where is the ignition mounted towards the receiver switch? Way in front. No, on the same side? or What do you mean on the same side? So is the ignition mounted on the same side as a receiver switch? So if the receiver switch is on the right side of the airplane, is, like, the ignition mounted on the right side of the firewall? No. Or whatever? All right. So, because the last time I had ignition interference, the wire was was like that, except I didn't see any of the white silicone. I seen the fucking wires. And my uh, receiver switch is mounted on the right side, and so is the ignition. And I was getting brownouts maybe every 30 seconds at random spots. I know you're, you said you were only getting yours at one part of the field. or One spot, man. Hmm. And so it's on the right side with the airplane coming at you. Like, if, you're, if you were literally on an approach to land the airplane, it would go into failsafe. That was that Baxter, right? Yeah, and it would go into failsafe huh. that fast and pop back out. So the field I grew up flying at was in Jersey, right outside of McGuire Air Force Base. And there was only there was always one spot that we always had a brownout in. 
I'm not saying it's the same or coincidental or whatever, but at the same spot, I always had interference. Not every time, but every now and then, regardless of what my equipment was, what kind of condition it was in. You got to understand, though, uh, when you're next to a military base, there could be something that fucks you up at a certain part, at certain parts of the day. Or I'm on the opposite end of the military base, and on top of but that, we're five, a, we're five miles away. So Still in the vicinity, though. Eh. Which, I, man, there, I mean, in his defense, dude, he range-checked this thing. It all checks out fine. Changed orientation of antenna on the transmitter orientation of the receiver still same issue same spot so clay i know you're going to be listening to this matt bill mark when clay brought up his laser bill when you flew your airplane that day matt you too we had interference at the same spot all of us at the same spot of our field it was high up to the left and you would move the stick and you'd be like, huh, that's weird. And eventually it moved. Like right. maybe a whole two seconds later. Right. We're also near a military base. And if you think about where the radar is set up, it's also at the same orientation. I'm just saying. Well, man, nobody else is having an issue in that spot. Now, we are all flying a different system than what he is. But, I mean, dude, it's a Gropner. It's, this- a, it's a proven system. It's a nice receiver Brand new receiver, nice radio. This oh. is the first instance of this, right? With only this airplane, and I have made small single changes with the situation. You know, whether it be okay, let's move the antenna on the radio, you know, rotate it 90 degrees, no change. Hmm. I went as far last weekend as to pull the floor out of the airplane. Oof. Hmm. I pulled the floor out of the airplane and moved the antenna up the side of the fuselage just to see if it just to see if it changed anything. Good night. Good night, Good night Mom. Love you. I love you all. Yeah, I love you too. Good night. Yeah. Uh and no change. Not in the spot, not in anything. So I have to equate it to this. Even if you can't see the copper wire. In the center, I have to equate it to that, and I, so yeah. Well, so that could definitely be pumping out some RF noise, right? No, I, I definitely fix it regardless for sure, right? So I, I've changed ignition units, and uh, we're gonna try it again this weekend. See what happens. See, the point I'm trying to make is that if I I get if you're using a gropper first time it happened, whatever, but if people in the past were also having the same problem. Right. Across a bunch of different airframes, a bunch of different equipment, and the same result happens, then clearly it's nothing to do with your radio equipment. It's right. something else. It's something else, yeah. And Which, man. What I'm trying to tell you is that it could, I'm not saying it is, it could potentially be something from the military base. It's oriented the exact same way. Right. Our field is a Shepherd, and our field was a McGuire in Jersey. Could be coincidence. So, it, if I saw a whole bunch of airplanes having an issue in the exact same spot, I wouldn't question it. But you what? also got to understand, too, that whatever, let's just say hypothetically, the same things that could be operating on every base doesn't mean that they're operating 24-7. Right. 
only certain parts of the day. And maybe you have a problem with this part of the day, but somebody else is fine like an hour later. And like, what the hell are you talking about? But man, here's, versa. Right, here's the issue. With, dude, he's flown Gropner for years now. Yeah. Flown multiple airplanes out there with the same radio system and everything in it. No issues. It's just been this airplane two times in a row in the same spot. Right. So. And at that field, there are issues sometimes with, with stuff, yeah. but it's on the opposite end of the field. But if, you, if you're thinking about it, though, um, let, let's put it into perspective. You got a, let's just say, 500-foot buffer from end of the runway to the end of the runway. If respective to a radar system, that's nothing. Right. It's going to be affected the same exact way whenever it happens or whenever it pops off. So wherever you're at at the field, you know, whether you're at the left end, two times straight, if that radar pops on, you're done for right. a couple seconds or however long. And if you're at the other end, same deal. So if you just so happen to be at that end of the runway flying at that time, you're going to think that it's something in that area. When, re- when in reality, they could have just flicked a switch or something. Right, but uh, but four different times, two different days. If that's the case, then this some bitch needs to go buy a lottery ticket. But has it happened any time other than that at any other field? No. Well, I don't know. I hadn't flown it in any other field. Because if you get, for example, if you get interference at Greg Skinner's, I got nothing. Right. right. Yeah, there's nothing out there. But if you're near, not just a military base, but even an airport, you're it, gonna, you might see these kind of anomalies. It's just, that's all I'm saying. It, right. it would be different had I had issues before, like the the green D7s on the exact same radio. Never had a problem. You also got to attribute the attribute though to. Uh, uh, I can't say that. That's Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna catch myself. Yeah, <laughs> I, the green D7, uh, the baby hooker that's in San Antonio right now has been flown on the same radio. Well, man, here's the next. Uh, qu- I mean, it's not. It it's that airplane. It was something in that airplane. Well, the next course of action. That's a brand new receiver to that airplane. Right. So you fix this. It's try it again. Right. Yeah. And then if still happens then it's swap the receiver exactly yeah yeah that that's my next step and i got another receiver laying right up there for it and i may even bring it with me someday right but i don't anticipate a problem because i i think that's probably it i think that's it yeah because that's at the front of the airplane that's what i would definitely repair for right right so that's at the front of the airplane and the only time it happens is when the airplane is looking at me in the same spot. Well, man, and something to take away from all this is when you make changes, make one change to see what right. the difference is. Don't make seven changes and then not yeah, know man. what it was that fixed it. Well, and when I pull, and in all honesty, when I pulled this apart. Yeah, that's a rough unit. It is a rough unit. Yeah. It's had a rough life. <laughs> right. You know, before, but. Right. You know, I mean, there's a whole lot negative going on here. Right. So, I'm going to try it again. uh, And if that fixes it... Then we know. We know. And I'm going to order a new RCXL ignition. Right. Get that ignition out of it. Because that doesn't belong on that engine, obviously. Right. 
but uh, and go from there. But it's good for a test rig. Maybe, Maybe. I hope it'll run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that off of? A DLA. <laughs> I think it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Right. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Sunday. Which I don't think it's necessarily a fault of that brand of ignition. It's no, just, no, 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 no. It's it, just chafed up. No, this one, this one, it, it wasn't protected against the cow. Right. It had a you little know, rubbing going it, on. It's got some rubbing going on through the uh, through the silver coating, which is kind of the protective coating of what goes on. Right. But if you look at it, it's not. I mean, the the wire's not exposed in the center, so I don't know. We're gonna find out. Right. Well, I know part of the reason for this, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but the reason for this metal braiding is not only for uh, heat, but also to prevent interference. Right. It's like, right. A, it's like a Faraday cage. Ooh. I'll be right back. Jeez. So really? if you got a piece of this melted away, you may have some signal escaping. Right. Which that could possibly cause a wrong, problem. But. I mean, it caused a problem for me in the past. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's a problem, but that would be the full sc- first corp. Ugh, I oh, can't absolutely. Talk. First culprit to check. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's switch subjects. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm done talking about it. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> so, man, what what are going to be your highlights this year? Which 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 events are you trying to hit hard? Uh, I mean, I know Skinner's uh, is number one. Yeah, I'm going to hit Skinner's pretty hard. Duncan's always a staple. Yeah, for sure, but we got the really, deal. I'm trying to make all my shit last until right. Lindsay. Yep. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> normally, I wouldn't care, but this year, money's going to be tight. I yep. just paid off a car, so I'm, I'm no airplanes this year. No airplanes this year. Nope. I'm, man, I'm kind of being bought. I'm kind of in the same boat, man. I'm I'm man, I'm kind of taking that too. I'm I'm trying to work on my finances a little bit this year. Yeah, I I seen twelve grand in my bank, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just knock out some debt. So I right just paid just paid off my car, and so I'm I'm pretty strapped on cash, but you know, a little bit more out of debt. But uh, so that means no more airplanes, which is fine. But well, you're kind of like me. We got a pile of stuff that. If we just get off our ass, we can make it work. Yeah. The The problem is I got so much shit. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and it still costs money because I still need to buy parts and all that. Oh, yeah. So, by Skinner's, I'm hoping to have the Cub ready, the quarter scale from Rod, and I'm hoping to have my Slick and Patches ready, and maybe the Stuka. Stuka, Stuka will definitely be ready. Uh, by Lindsay, you know... I'm ex- I'm anticipating that being the last event. I'm really with you guys. I'm just planning for the worst, expecting the best. Right. You know, so I'm hoping to have all planes on deck for Lindsay, regardless of condition. Yep. And whatever smashes, smashes, because I don't care. I'll probably not be here after that. Right. So, <clears throat> but this year, no more airplanes. I'd love to. I'd love to get a third skill cub. Just right. Don't got the funding. Got more important shit. Well, man, I'm kind of one of those guys that I will probably end up buying whatever comes across that's a good 
deal. I'm not. I'm really going to try to stay away from buying anything this year because I think I got enough stuff to get me through the year. Going to work on the finances a little bit and everything like that. But next year, Katie, bar the door. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Like this year, I'm like I'm going. I'm going you. No, yeah, I'm going Hobo Casey. Hobo Casey. That's like, man. That's why I'm not thinking about bringing a trailer to dunk fucking Skinner's. Right. <laughs> I mean, nope. Just trying to rack up as much money so I can buy parts and shit like that and right. whatnot. Yeah, well, Hobo that, Casey. Right, it's not like it's intentional, man. It's just it, it is what it is, and it's not a bad deal either. You know? Right. That, that, that's a good part about what we do. We got friends we got people that we can rely upon if we're ever in a pinch oh yeah you know, whenever we're trying to do something we can just stay with somebody or- and like i was saying earlier man dude i've gone to multiple fun flies didn't even take a plane yeah i got to fly as much as i wanted to absolutely and man that I'll t- man and it wasn't me asking hey can i fly your plane no and that's why And these I, fuckers know that I'm not a great yeah. pilot, you know. <laughs> uh you short yourself. You you're a I'm okay. You're a good pilot. I'm decent. No, you're a good pilot. I'm not going to pile your shit in the ground. He, he's you, definitely better than he leads yeah, on exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can fly an airplane, you can do tricks with it. You're just not going to fuck anybody's plane up. Right. I'm conservative. I knew Casey was a bullshitter when I see him take that pattern plane Two inches off the ground, inverted, right. right, all the way across the runway at Duncan. Yeah, you're fucked up, Casey. <laughs> that that was the best inverted pass I've ever seen. Yeah, like, literally. I got I, you fooled, I'm, brother. I'm gonna tell you right now, this guy. He, it, what's that? Uh, what's that electric pattern deal you got? Yeah, that's the one a, that I picked up from Kerry. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, Inspire sixty. That's the exact plane I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That thing sits, so, man. It flies watch, really good. Watch no, it. You fly it good. Too. It, it yeah. instills confidence. It's a great plane. Watching that guy do a four point or do a knife yeah. edge just right across. <laughs> the, I mean, you're like, fuck, man. I can't even. I, I, of course, you know, trying to do a knife edge pass with a World War One D seven. Right. You know, that's it's a, a little, little bit different <laughs> animal, man. You know, just watching that airplane just go. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared to even roll your shit, man. Ah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> to anybody out there, listen, listen. Casey shortchanges himself. He's a good pilot. Absolutely, he is. Well, as long as there's not a failure, I'll bring it back. Okay. That's that's about as far. Well, as I mean, what it boils down to is well, you're fucked up. But we all. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the deal, I'm man. Conservative, you, man. You cannot control a failure. Right. You know, if something's going to fail, it's going to fail. I don't care who's flying it. Well, yeah. man, I'm I'm kind of an you un- under promise, over deliver type of guy. Let me get this cub flown. If it works right, man, I just want right. you to take it for a cruise. Oh, man, dude, I, that, I can't wait. That, that oh, it makes me so happy just that, looking at it. That deal is so fun to fly, man. It, I mean, it's just old cruiser, you know. I mean. Uh, Has it got enough roll rates you can do some cool shit with it? I don't know yet. All right. I, so, I, the thing with the Cub, Casey, all you need is rudder. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm Hell on it. Rudder, you can do snap rolls, flat spins, anything. All right. I only like it. rudder. Yeah. Clint's over here like, what? Don't tell him to do that shit. <laughs> it, uh, Casey, we're not worried about you at all, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, flying that airplane and you know i've had it and i have had a struggle you know but as long as i stay away from that one spot man you can just fly the shit out of it Hmm. and uh you know it's fun to knife edge 
you know, it's fun to do one wheelers with, because it's got them big ass tires on it. So you can just kind of one wheel it right down the runway. It, it's a fun airplane. There's nothing like a Cub, man. Well, Cubs are cool, man. Maybe uh, Citavria. So I, I have three airplanes that are on my hit list, and uh, I love my dad to death, but he was never in on them. Is this just not what he wanted to do, and that was fine. But uh, the first one being a third scale spacewalker. That's gonna be cool. I can't that, wait for that. That 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 one is uh, definitely hard hitter on my list, and I've got the third scale cub, which has all kinds of history for me. So that one's kind of off my list now, but it's replaced by a super cub. I would like to build a third scale super cub and uh, see what we can make of that. Man, I've always had a hankering for a third scale cub variant. Right, right. You know, like what do you I'm mean variant. Well, when I say variant, man, do you know you know what a savage bobber is? No. <laughs> Dude. All right, look that up. I'm just going to tell you like right a now. Shot cup? That would be way cool. No, it's not like a shot cub. Think about the most minimalistic cub you have ever seen in your whole life. The one that was crowdfunded, maybe. No, well, no, no. more no. minimal. No, no, like think about like like old school cub. No, no, like, like minus covering. Oh, minimalistic. Yeah, like Th- the- all right. So think about a Harley. You know where the bobber thing came from? It's it's called a bobber because they strip everything off of it that's not necessary, just the minimum requirements for it to be a bike. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's super light. Nothing there. Right. Like the tail surfaces are covered and the around fu- the, the fuse is not. The fuse is not uh like the where the pilot would sit is covered, you know, but past that there ain't no covering. Right. Wing, I mean, obviously. Right, which this is a long term kind of idea of mine. I need to get a few builds underneath my belt before I tackle something like this. But that is something that has always been on my hit list. You know, uh just tackle it, man. Well, no. Right now. No, they're, they're, man, no, with me, and I know you know this, but it's got to be one of the, I've got to go in a, not necessarily a cycle, but, you know, a progression. So I need to cut yeah. my teeth on some, which Don Hockle's going to, going to pull it out here, and I'm going to have me a kit to build. And that's, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on my. So, wait, have you ever built a kit or? I have not. Oh, I've never man. built anything from sticks. I've man, I've done some pretty intense foamies, but that's not really anything. Speaking of which, I need to. Will's got that new what? What is he? What is it called? A quickie. The pylon racer. Yeah. Eve, what I do think, you want with that? That thing's crazy. Well, no, what's it called? I don't know. Too sweet, I think. Yeah. Uh, too sweet. Yeah. Too sweet. Yep. Man, I got a Patriot at the house. That, that Patriot ain't nothing. It's got a Jet 56. Ain't nothing. Okay. This one's like slim and trim, dude. I'm, I'm not saying it's better than, you know, the two sweet. I'm just saying if we could get both of those in the air at the same time. Yeah, I, you, you're not keeping up. Airplane's too big. Man, Will's deal is, Your Will's deal is, is too big. sketch. You're not keeping up. It's a 42-inch. You're not keeping up. His is a 36, right? 
Right. You're not keeping up. Yeah. You put a big enough motor on it, it will. Nope. YouTube it. You said YouTube it. Yeah. <laughs> the limitations of drag stop you. All right. You know what? I think you need to come over one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doubting you a bit. So on this, but, on but this, I have seen on this the Patriot, other I added an extra three leading edges on it. Of uh, what? So, so you know how in the, so you know how in like a Cobra or, or any airplane, you got the trailing edge. What's the uh, the long the long blocky leading edge part called? Balsa wise. What's that called? A leading edge. I guess so. Yep. So the kit calls for one. You know, you sand it down to where it's a rounded edge. I didn't do that. I added two more. So the tip of the so Patriot. So you added weight. Uh, no, I mean, not much. Maybe so you thinned out of a pound. You thinned out, thinned out the leading edge. You added so, weight. So this wing comes to a point. Uh-huh. A point. Uh-huh. So does the elevator. So does the rudder. The fuselage down to the molded cow is a point. Everything is. It's it's the original Patriot. The only thing I added was, you know, sharper surfaces. Right. And it's also going to have retracts, whereas the original Patriot didn't. It had fixed gear. I'm telling you right now, Clint, you're shaking your head. Uh, this thing with the Jet 56 turning 27,000 RPMs. You got nothing. Okay. What's your guess speed-wise? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'd say about 170, 180. You're not fast enough. Right. This is, man, I've seen the one that he has in action. It's 200 plus. You ain't. You, you, it, it's full sketch 5,000, bro. It's so fast. But you feel the only thing I'm saying is that if we could get two of these airplanes in the air together, oh, it'd be, yeah. it would be excellent. That's what I'm saying. Totally excellent. I'm gonna fix that's that situation personally. He said, "I'm gonna fix that situation personally." I don't know what that means, but I don't either. I've never known him not to come through, so I guess we'll have to hide and watch. Says the frog. What is this? Diamond dust? Uh-huh. That ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah, I know. That doesn't do anything. Oh, fuck. There you go. That's the one. No, no. Be careful with the other buttons. Don't no, hit that no, one. No, no, no. Don't no, hit those. Don't hit no, those no, two. No. Welcome Here. to the RC Oh, scrap gosh. Box. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. It got all bad real quick. All right. Exponential. Yeah. Be careful on the buttons. Be careful on the buttons. Here we are. You can make things happen that you didn't mean to. So anyway, would it? Have you ever seen a diamond dust? Does that have a? Uh... It's a delta wing. Yeah, delta wing. Uh huh. There's a short kit. Two of them actually. Huh. Is that a uh, Wayne Wagner special right there? Uh, yeah, one of them's Wayne's. Yeah. Yep. I gotta build them eventually. <laughs> well, hey, here, here, here's to you, Wayne. They're still here. I'm holding one. So. Two. There's two in this? Uh-huh. This is two? Yeah. Well, there ain't nothing to that. Right. <laughs> but here's here's a Sketch 5000 part of this deal. Somebody has to be brave enough to let it go. Don't open it. I'm Fuck. not opening it. 
don't do that. Sorry, we'll saw, lose pieces. I saw cling wrap. It's just fun, man. Yeah. Oh, here, Let me have here. that no, back. No, 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 don't take it. Sketch 5,000. That's two kits. Short kits, but kits. Yeah. Man, there ain't nothing to that. No. You put a 40 rear exhaust on that? Maybe with a tune pipe? Boy. Man, I got one of those chilling. Right. So. Jet, put a Jet 40 on it. Well, that's my intention. The The best part, he handcrafts those Jet motors. Oh, yeah. For, for those of you getting back into Nitro, I know it's been a you know movement lately. Hit up Dub Jet. He personally crafts those motors. So, you're going to meet a guy Sunday. And I'm not trying to put his business out there. But, so, the engine that Will has on his pylon racer says the Beerster. You're going to meet that guy. Dub Jet carved that into that engine. And built that engine. And built that engine for this guy. And he's like serious, like travels around pylon racer guy. Dude, it's dumb. Like last time I saw him fly an airplane, I being one of them, everyone was ducking for cover. Not because he's a sketchy pilot, because that plane was going so freaking fast. I bet. So, I under, I, I mean... It's all good in the hood. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Oh, man. Where were we at? Uh, we're, we're about that time. Oh. I guess we need to do this. Yep. Let me get this set up here. <laughs> Jason Donhockle, Fortitude RC. Yep. Hit him up, man. You need to be tanks. sure. Chargers. That's the guy. Check our uh, show notes. Ten percent off. I'm just saying. Jason also likes cock. Oh shit! Oh jeez! Don't, do don't, do don't do that to him, man. Don't throw that in. Don't do that. Don't love do you, that. Jason. But- Buddy RC. Be sure and check them out. Good stuff, man. Those Sunny Sky Motors are off the hook. Uh, they are. Yep. Link in the show notes. Legend Hobby. Tomas Whelan. Yep, man. That guy. Well, he's doing some big shit. He he definitely is, man. And we've got some stuff in the works uh, coming spring that, that we're going to unleash. Can't wait. RMJ Machine Works, Bjorn Ball. Man, that guy, good as gold. Yep. Smoking Oki. Eric Kendall, dude. You can't beat that cat. Part of the fun. That guy's ridiculous. We need to get him down here for yep. one of these hot yep. rod shows. We need to we get him coming. down here for that. Absolutely love that guy. ZDZ Engines, RC Batteries, USA. Jason. Yep, Jason Duran, dude. Check him out. He's been here since the beginning, dude. Absolutely, he has. Holy smokes. Oh, Kirk Sider, man. Oh, Frito Chips himself. Oh, Chips. (laughs) I love Chips. Oh, this is a good one. Uh Uh-oh. Joe Vermillion, Bossy USA. You heard it it here first. Well, second, because he was on the first half of the... Never mind. Right. You get it. Be sure and check them out. Yep. Valley View RC. Which, man, that's one that, you know, um, dude, they they really just stand up customer service. Yeah. I ordered some stuff from them, 
I kind of got some wrong stuff. I called, and they were like, oh, you ordered the stuff for the DLE 111. Yeah, we sent you the wrong stuff. Let me get the right stuff out to you. Like, instantly. Like, they knew exactly who I was, what I ordered, and everything like that without me saying a word, giving them an order number or anything like that. Stand-up customer service. Here we go with one close to Greg. Yep. Red Wing RC, Jeff Mitchell. Oh, yeah, Jeff Mitchell, dude. <laughs> Hell of a cat, dude. What a time, man. We still need, man, I think we've had him on a show. We need to do another one. Yeah, we yeah. need to get to that. Bluebird Servos USA, Michael My- Sell. Michael Sell, that's a good one too, man. Man, what a time. Last but not least, Mike Sterling. Yeah, full throttle RC. So that, man, let's expound on this just a little bit. So, <laughs> which Mike's our buddy. He's close to us, so he's he's servicing more of the south central region for uh, full throttle RC, but man, you got Chris Barton and Donnie Friesen out there that are getting the other sides of the of the US. So, what a deal. Yeah. Turnkey airplanes, man. Yeah. You don't want to build it. You know what you want. They got it and they can make it happen. Absolutely. Stellar products. Yeah. Best of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the place you go. If you I, I want the best of everything, those are the guys to call. Absolutely. We appreciate each and every one of you for listening. We thank you. We'll see you next week. I wasn't ready for all that. Oh, my goodness. You got to keep going for just a second, man. Man. I know. Are you telling me I got to do all that again? No, no, no. You did fine. Perfect. Yeah. No, we're good. Man, we got there too quick. I'm sorry. We just got to have some music to leave with. Hope you guys have a great week.